Welcome to episode 370 of World Class Bullshitters. Tonight's episode is quite different. We talk about lo mein, we talk about cheesecake, but we're not talking about the foods. Simply put, folks, tonight's episode is so zany, I had to record an intro just to let you know what you're about to experience. So sit down, get a drink, or if you're at work, a water, and enjoy WCBS episode 370. And be prepared to laugh. This is a weird one. The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, as always, with my boys here talking about some crazy-ass shit going on in the world. And listen, if you think that you're having a bad week, well could be living in hurricane country right now so be thankful about that shit <laughs> so we had a hurricane not that long ago we have another one coming right and another tropical storm is it a bunch of weather mm-hmm. or was it yeah. just the one that got downgraded over right. california well it's the season well, for that type of shit hit, so. oh okay well while we uh stand with our florida brother and let's say hello to big rig nick utah uh, glad to begin this wonderful Thursday night with all of you wonderful people. And finally, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Yeah, I guess I'm glad to be here, too. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. <laughs> Don't get too excited, damn it. Calm down. Well, you, you might know. break something. Just a lot of things going on, guys. Yep. Well, yep. But folks, I did complete the 1986 Topps baseball collection because the Topps traded set showed up in the mail today, and I was very happy. Ooh, nice. And and as a kid, my favorite baseball player besides Jack Clark was Todd Zeal. And I got an autographed Todd Zeal 20 or 2000. Yeah, year 2000 World Series baseball signed by Todd Zeal. So, you know, I'm re- I'm reliving my childhood. I'm in, enjoying all that time and everything that I got by just, you know, filling in holes with baseball I merchandise. That's what I said. I love to fill in holes too. But I wanted to ask you, Kendo, how close are you to a complete set of your 1980s St. Louis Police Department baseball card set? It was actually 1992, and I've got the whole set. Okay. okay. It's in a box somewhere in, in back in, back at Camp Kendo, but yep. Oh, man. Uh, the audience is definitely remembering the whole baseball card thing. That was probably the funniest thing you've ever said on the show, folks. If you haven't heard that clip, Kendo explains in great detail exactly what we're talking about. So that's why we are the highlight of your Thursday night. Was, Never miss us. The it clip was, was the best part because you found footage from the Arnold, Missouri Police Department, which was amazing. <laughs> and when you were like put a, the picture up of a guy hitting a home run, it was Jack Clark. I'm like, holy shit. How did he? I don't think I ever remember mentioning as a little kid that he was my favorite until he got traded and I lost my mind and then I got Todd Zeal as my favorite because he was a catcher just like me and then after he got traded I lost my mind and then I got super jaded and never had a favorite player after that of course you're a catcher yeah I was in a, it's an important position you're like the general in the infield why you gotta be a fucking pervert about it Nick just because you're unathletic doesn't mean you have to go there <laughs> Ooh, sorry I didn't, I didn't play baseball mm. The only thing you played with was your two balls. So I didn't play baseball. Holy shit, Grandpa. Are you going to get over it? Or are we going to talk about this shit at Thanksgiving? Kendo's, Kendo's, Kendo's is getting old, and he's one of those guys like, I, I could have been great at baseball. I could have been could have been awesome. Yeah, well, shit, you know. I might have been. I was pretty decent at it. I bet you were. I could have been I a bet. contender. 
I mean, I could have thrown a football over the mountains. I mean, if, if the coach would have put me in, you know, at state, you know, we would have won and I'd be in a hot tub right, right. now with my soulmate. Right. Goddamn poke high. <laughs> well, Dion, uh, you were pretty athletic, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still am. Jesus Christ, man. You ain't got to fucking act like we're in the fucking grave yet. But yeah, dude, I was fucking dropping dimes on the fucking first team D today at football practice because our scout O's quarterback didn't know what he was doing. Well, of course not. I mean, that's why you're there. Uh, But uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm multi-sport guy, you know, I don't, you know. Then obviously, you know, being in the fucking martial arts and shit, you know, I wouldn't say I was the best dude athletically in the school, but I, I, I dare say top five. Top five. Well, would you say... Oh, shit, I don't even know what I was going to say after that. Would you say you're the WCBS security guard since you're all martial arted out? Officer. <laughs> officer. Security guard is insulting. Security guard <laughs> is like contract you need a job you gotta make child support payments i mean i'm a professional <laughs> professional baby security officer you dig oh my, my, <laughs> wait i'm confused is he a professional at making child support payments i got kind of confused by his statement there <laughs> i mean luckily i don't have to do that yet but, hey, i like you know, i like going, how you i like how you're prepared to do it just in case just gotta hang on for like what another it's like another what, like ten years? You got to hang on to that, and then you can just boot it and say, "All right, good. Nope, no child support payments for me." <laughs> I can't remember the comedian's name. Real skinny black dude, which makes his jokes funny because he's so skinny. But he, like, he, out again, comedian. You know what? How much of it is true? But the dude apparently, you know, in high school, knocked up a lesbian the first time he ever had sex, and then his son got in the crypto, so he was borrowing money from his son to pay his child support. <laughs> Whoa, 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 hold on. Like, I hope that doesn't happen to my black ass. Oh, he said it. We need a my black ass button for every time yeah. that comes up organically. Yeah, yeah. I just, so hold on. Can I have a little clarification? A guy got a lesbian pregnant the first time he had sex, but then his child paid with support with crypto? Because I'm lost. Like, yes. That's how I heard yes, it. Yes, that's the general, yeah, the general, general consensus. How is that kid earning cryptocurrency to pay for his own child support? Well, the kid's grown now, so that's what. So I well, not technically grown, but he was like seventeen, eighteen, or whatever, and he used birthday money or something to get it. So he made a bunch of money in the crypto boom early on, and he was saying that he borrowed money from his son <laughs> to pay his child support out. So you know, so he basically borrowed money from his son to pay his son. Yeah. Legally? Okay. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, I mean, I mean, the mom technically. Yeah, I mean, and, and that 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 could that almost could be considered fraud, but not entirely. I don't know. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot of gray area. There. Yeah. There's there's a lot of gray area. There. <laughs> well, folks, tonight's episode is not a gray episode. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk about what we have for you in store over on Patreon. Now, folks, you definitely want to join the World Class Bullshitters Patreon page. Today, I just threw up something as a quick uh, little video just for fun. But last night, the guys and I got together. We recorded you two things. So you're going to get a bonus episode of this show. It's over 90 minutes long, and it's on topics we don't normally cover. We start off talking about Florida Man. Uh, what else did we get into? It got onto a really crazy tangent, but it was um, all funny. Oh, dude, we were—it was a hodgepodge. It, it literally was the potpourri category from fucking Jeopardy last night. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Uh, we're talking about Operation Paperclip. Um, yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff, man. All kinds of stuff, really. I had way too much fun with that. So, guys, if you want to have some fun listening to the WCBS crew, well, Patreon.com. That'll be up tomorrow. And then also over the weekend, we continued the trend. The James Bond commentary tracks are back here on the channel. And so we have recorded License to Kill for you guys. That'll be available <laughs> over the weekend. It was. It used to be my least favorite James Bond movie. Luckily, it's not anymore, thanks to films like Octopussy and Moonraker really just sucking ass. But if you want to hear a lot more, you got to listen to the commentary. But guys, let's give him a teaser. Nick, did you have a good time with the movie? <laughs> yeah, I did. But it was. It was once again. It was like way too fucking long, and it could have. Yeah, like you could have cut out a good 35, 45 minutes of that movie, and it would have been fine. But it was just like a slog to get through. Oh my yeah, God. it was not a fun time. Well, it was because we were hanging out, but it oh, also yeah. was like, too, like you said, an hour too long of a two-hour yeah. movie. Once we hit like the hour and a half mark on the movie, that's when it started to kind of fucking just drag. Well, check it out, folks. You can tell us what you think about License to Kill as you watch the film along with us. Also, too, um, this episode of the show is being brought to you by StealingSolo.com. It's my graphic novel. It answers the greatest what-if story of all time. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement? Now, the group of disgruntled Star Wars fans is here. We committed the crimes. Well, Kendo and Nick committed the crimes. I just kind of got lumped into it. But I want to thank you guys. My favorite actor. We got to make a movie with him. It was a lot of fun. And folks, if you go to your favorite torrent site, you can see the Harrison cut. And well, that's how you find the real life stealing solo. Um, I I blame I blame everything on Kendo. It was entirely his idea. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. I don't care. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> now I do have the good fortune to say that this keeps moving. Every day we're selling lots of books, so I'm almost out. But once they're out and gone, that means I'm going to go back to the drawing board to work on the sequel with Luke Skywalker parodies, and then finally Frankenfisher, the Bride of Solo, which is the one I can't wait to make. I mean. Listen to the title, Frankenfisher, The Bride of Solo. You know exactly what it's going to be about. So. <laughs> Somebody's digging up somebody. It's going to get real weird real quick. But I guarantee you, if she was still with us, Carrie Fisher would enjoy the premise quite a bit. So, folks, oh. if you want to oh, get yeah. involved with all of that fun and make this trilogy happen, because, look, we all complain about how bad entertainment is, so I'm out here doing something about it. I'm bringing you guys great entertainment all the time. We're bringing you stuff on the channel. Woke Busters is deep, deep, deep into production, and I'm getting closer how, to it being done how, all the time. How, how, how deep exactly? Well, I can't say because this is a family show, but balls deep. <laughs> That's pretty. Could deep. you imagine if this really was a family show? If like, I knew I know a married couple that listens to us, but could you imagine if like a family, like a parent, two parents and like two kids, were like, oh man, it's the highlight of Thursday night. It's fucking... bullshitters. <laughs> like, people listen. So weird. They're, they're just like in the mood, and all of a sudden the show starts, and they're like, "Well, we gotta listen to the show, but we gotta get this one taken care of." And they're just like railing each other and just listening to our show. That would be so weird. That would I'd be incredibly cool. weird. Yeah, I I can guarantee you, people have banged to our content. I don't want pictures. Please do not tag us on Twitter. Unless but, you're you know. like a group of chicks, then you know, send that <laughs> yes. <one> over. <laughs> Care of Kendo Slice uh, if, at Twitter.com. If, if only we were that lucky. <laughs> well, look, man, we don't keep stop. We don't stop. We keep on going. We are that lucky, and eventually we'll get. You know, it's funny. We'll get those pictures, and we'll go. Ah, I kind of wish we didn't get them because you didn't <laughs> specify what they looked like. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Well, uh, I think we're all caught up with everything that we needed to cover. Uh, so that's the show, folks. Good night. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, we have a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. One thing I do want to briefly mention is, for the anime fans out there, I started watching that One Piece live-action show. I'm going to go ahead and watch it and give you guys a review later in the week. It's pretty fun to watch. I know I never really talk about anime stuff or manga-based stuff, but I turned it on when I was eating lunch, and I thought, hmm, this is all right. So I'm sure you know a bunch of people are going to hate it because it's not one-to-one with the anime or the manga. The people look different, but... I was entertained, and that's rare for me to like an adaptation. But then again, I sat through the Death Note one, and that was terrible. Have you guys heard about this One Piece uh, live-action reboot? Yeah, uh, who's, I obviously haven't watched it or anything, but yeah. Who's, who's doing it? Is it Netflix? Sadly. Yeah, but it's going to be shit. <laughs> well, at least the uh, the effects look good, so... There's that. Now, guys... <laughs> Oh, we're going to talk about something just just briefly I wanted to bring this up to you because we have this fun little button um, I'm going to press it for you and then we're going to talk about something very topical and poignant so guys, so folks actually get ready, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know you enjoy this content and here we go, we're delving into the world of politics for just a moment because I wanted to ask you guys here on the channel something what are my thoughts about what? running for re-election in 2026 oh, that's right Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. <laughs> oh, turtle. <laughs> that was really good. That's really went, good. His brain went blue screen to death. He's like, he, need, he, needs, he needs to cool down and reboots. Well, the sad <laughs> thing is that's like the second time that's happened in like the last month. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, too many, too many old fucking people. All right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot yeah, of them out there. Turtle Mitch, you know, he everyone's calling into question his sanity and whether or not he should be allowed to run or be in office. Meanwhile, they pretend Diane Feinstein doesn't exist, or that the president is spry and witty and sharp as a tack. <laughs> hey, man, old people, do you trust them? Because <laughs> they can barely remember what we were talking about again. My secretary, uh, yeah, hundred trillion billion millions of dollars. Oh, <laughs> well, guys, part of my laughter at the expense of that old ass man. But in reality, I wanted to ask you guys, what are we going to do with these people? Like they run everything. They're in control. Soil and green. Soil and fucking green. That's all we do. So you're into the the senator recycling program that I was going to propose here on the channel. Well, Instead okay. Of... See, here's the problem with that because he's old, and it's like if if you're going to eat something, you don't usually get, like the chickens and and the animals that you get. They're they're younger because they're not as old and gamey. You know, <laughs> Mitch's soylent green would be too tough. It'd be too tough. Well, that's what you <laughs> add in the other the other ingredients to make it edible. Circle what? <laughs> no, the simple solution. Is the vote amount? Vote somebody else in primary, whatever it is you gotta do, because they're never gonna pass term limits. Because that's yeah, this is never that, gonna happen. That, that would be like me, you know, saying, "Hell yeah, you know, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna stay here for two years, and then, you know, you can replace me whenever I'm done." I agree to a two-year contract. Yeah, that's a bad idea. So nobody wants to lose their job, and well, being a 
congressperson is one of the greatest grifts of all time. And why would they want to give up the grift? So, could you imagine us as senators? Oh, God. <laughs> we would be terrible in politics. I think I'd be popular. I think we'd be popular in politics. It would be It would be one of those things, like, for, for the first, like, week or eight days, we'd want to do something, like, we want to be really, really good people and try to make things better. And then we'd realize how much money there is in it and be like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, I'd be like, how much does that interest group want to give me to vote on this bill? What's in it? Baby yep. seals? But how much are they paying me? Okay. Hold on. You're telling me I can get stock information like weeks before I, you know, and, and yeah. about these companies before yeah, anything happens? legal for us? That's awesome. Oh, are of you course kidding? I'll do oh that. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'll just start shifting, shifting money around. What? I can make a, I can make a fund or, or, or have people pay me for, uh, you know, you know, $10,000 a plate for, 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 uh, for, as a donation. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Dude, I think we yeah, would actually be really too. good for C-SPAN. The C-SPAN <laughs> ratings would go up because I could already see us now as senators. Like when somebody like, I'd like to propose legislation to put a fence around this area so that the debris stays away and you know, any blah, blah, blah. And just like some kind of really just asinine fucking bill. And I would just be like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. I'm voting. No. And maybe you should just shut the fuck up while I'm talking because I got a better bill for you. And there so, would be there would there would be a lot of fist fights. I think I, I think would would induce a lot no, of anger very quickly. Not, yeah, we're, we're professionals, you know. They're like, oh, I we're think gonna have we to would challenge them. someone to a duel. Yeah, 100. percent We would. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. listen, I'm tired of talking to you. Give me a fucking gun right now. We'll do yeah, this. Give me I'm one bullet. Yeah, remember these are all rich people. You don't need to get up. Get up. Get up. No, no, you was talking that shit over there, talking that shit, talking that shit in the news. I'm saying it Freddy. Say it to my face. Stand up. Stand up. No, I'm no stand up. Stand up. Take your fucking tie off. I like that tie. I want you to get fucking blood. No, 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 don't tell me to calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. Say it now, George. Say it now. Say what? What? Yeah. Yeah, you ain't saying nothing now. I could shut up. Yeah, you say it right now. I'm gonna punch you in your face. I had before. Thank they you. Would anyway, be- what I'm proposing. They would be so scared of Dion because he would run over and just stop me like, say it. Say it to my face. Right, right. What would you, what they would, you say this they morning? They would not know what the fuck to do. They would shit in their depends immediately. She's not a senator. <laughs> She's a representative from like a super blue district. Like, like Dion taking off his tie and like, you know, rolling up his sleeves. Like, come on, let's go. Let's go right now. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, right I'm now, take right my now, jacket off. I'm going to fuck up my jacket. Come over here. No, no, no. Get up. Sit, stand, stand up on your feet, Reggie. <laughs> What senator's name is Reggie? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm like, wait. I want to know who Reggie is. I don't think. (laughs) I think Dion's having war flashbacks to Nah or something. There there might be a house rep named Reggie, but as far as I know, there's not a senator named Reggie. Yeah, no, it would. It would. It would be. uh, Yeah, it would. It would be interesting. There'd be. There'd be. Yeah, there'd definitely be a lot of physical altercations and a lot of. uh, A lot of. A lot of money shifting bank accounts very quickly. I'm a cool-headed individual. I wouldn't get into a fight if I was a senator. <laughs> I wouldn't I don't get into know, a man. fight, but I, I'd be more than willing to tell some people to shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, that is super fucking stupid. I don't know why you even brought that bill up. Why are we wasting our time? You called us back into a special session of Congress to vote on this? That is fucking <laughs> I got a dumb. fucking tea time, motherfucker. I what, had are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> to La Bohème. It's an opera. opera. And you called me in to fucking vote on whether or not we need to protect the seagulls at the pier in Massachusetts. God damn it. I, I got I, I, I got paid $100,000 to give a speech at some college in, like, Wisconsin. Why yeah. am I fucking here? <laughs> I, get, I, mean, I mean, come on. I got, I got a ghostwriter on my book. I got a, got a bunch of shit going on. You got me in for this shit? Get the fuck we out. We are fucking busy. Go away. <laughs> I'd be the senator you wouldn't really hear about. You'd hear about, but you would never see. And so... 
I would be like an enigma. That's where I would have all my appeal. Like, oh man, is he gonna actually show up today yeah, to vote? Jeff over here trying to be Mr. House the Senator. No one's seen him in here. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff trying to get that fucking Illuminati ring over here. Yeah. Maybe I already have it. And you just don't know, okay? Ooh. There you go. <laughs> he'd he'd access like the wrong tunnel to go use the bathroom or something. Oh, what the fuck? Where? Yeah, what, what's happening? David. Did you say about Camp David? I said you ended up in camp. You took the wrong tunnel, ended up in Camp David. Yeah. And it was like, Senator Hicks, you're not supposed to be here. And then Brandon saddles up next to you and squeezes you on the hips and sniffs your hair. (laughs) I don't think he can reach that high. (laughs) He'll try. Yeah, them shoulders ain't what they used to be. (laughs) His are mine. Mine are still strong. I ain't as old as you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about him, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. So, Dion, uh, everyone in the chat agrees that you're the voice that Congress needs. You're the Terminegro that everyone needs. Uh... <laughs> I'm black ass ain't voting for this. This is this is ridiculous. <laughs> he he would tap the mic and be like, "Point of order. That's bullshit. On to the next one." <laughs> nah, dude, he'd pull out his best Axel Foley. Hey, hey, hey! Everyone would shut the fuck up and listen to everything Dion has to say. That's your introduction. <laughs> That you're finally the rocks come back. <laughs> that would be my senator persona. I'd become the rock as a politician. Would, <laughs> speaking if, yeah, third if, person. If, if we were, if yeah, if we were, if we were, uh, yeah, if we were in Congress now, right now, uh, yeah, it would, it would, yeah, C-SPAN would be, would be pay-per-view like in in, in two weeks. That's oh, that yeah. would go down. People would love us. Oh yeah. The, the people we work with would hate us. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. The we'd, American. We probably, we probably get assassinated in three weeks. No my goal's really... two. Yeah, I was gonna say most most people don't go around trying to shoot Congress people. Like you know, they they they, they go higher up the food chain because they pop one of us. I mean, what's that going to accomplish? There's still a bunch of other people there. We live in a Pope Mobile. That's what we have. <laughs> uh, Government funded Pope Mobile. <laughs> it rides onto the fucking Senate floor. And we just come out. Order, order. <laughs> oh my god! Take a three fifty seven at point blank. But some of y'all oh gonna want to take a shot. Yeah, we have our right. own personal e, uh, Ed two hundred nines that just walk onto the floor with us. <laughs> They're like fucking banging on the little pulpit thing, gentlemen. We need the four of you to pay attention. Nah, we're fucking busy over here. We're just hanging out. Beer. <laughs> we do a broadcast from the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah, live from the floor of the Senate. World class bullshitters, gentlemen. Point of order. You're not supposed to be broadcasting from in here. Uh, okay. Point of order, Senator. Shut the fuck up. Leave us alone. You're voting on some dumb shit that's going to pass anyway. What the hell do you need our votes for? We're busy. <laughs> With Korean shit. Yeah. I'm hungover and I don't want to be here. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm here representing least... my constituents and my constituents don't give a shit about this. So why do I? I think the one thing that people could agree on is at least we'd be honest. Like we may be full of shit, but we're at least honestly full of shit. Yeah. Isn't that the we're, best we're, thing we're you can have for today? World class, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So uh, yes, folks, if you want us to run for your office, and we hope you don't, uh, yeah, 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 write us in next year. Write <laughs> yeah. us in, yes. <laughs> yeah, if mundane twat can run for governor, why can't we run for something? <laughs> if we can get two hundred thousand people to write us in next year, that'd be funny. Well, yeah, they'd all have to be in like the same place. Like, we can't get two hundred thousand write-in votes across the country because we don't live in most of those states. In fact, we only live in one of the 49, so we technically can't be on their ballots as reps. Good point, good point. 
Well, I'm going to just call all my friends in Ohio and ask them to sacrifice their vote for a joke. There we go. Well, I mean, nowadays voting is kind of a joke, but there you go. But it's our, it's our, it's our right, man. It's our voice. Yeah. Sure. Get out there and vote. <laughs> and I still, I still, I still like what uh, George Carlin said about it. Mm. If, uh, if it was, if if it actually worked, it'd be illegal. Fair enough. I gotta listen to more George Carlin. He's not only a comedian, but he had a really good finger on the pulse of society. Like, who is the modern day George Carlin? Do we have one? No. They'd get canceled. Yeah. Uh, no, he was. Yeah, he was great. Right, right, right up, right up until he died. He was still doing comedy, still being on stage. Um, you know, still telling the truth. Um, it was. He was great. You know, but we lost him. Another one was uh, Robin Williams um, as well. We lost him too. So. I don't know. It's like it's, the saddest death. It is. It's super sad. Um, but yeah, I, I have no idea who, who that is right now. Um, anybody in, anybody in the chat got any suggestions who that would be? The only guy I could think of is like Bill Burr, but is Bill Burr as like honest about shit as George Carlin? I, I mean, think. I mean, that's not a bad choice. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I mean, you you, you, you saw you saw SNL rant on uh, on on being woke. I thought that was hilarious. The white women with their Gucci booted feet. Yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest shit I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and whenever he's on a talk show, he seems to just not give a fuck and just say what he wants, so. If only he had that kind of leeway on Star Wars, then, you know, the Mandalorian would be truly great. <laughs> I mean, he did get his own action figure, so. I bought it. Yeah, I did too. I did yeah, Builder Action Figure Club. Yeah, it's 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 like the only the only thing I've bought from current Star Wars is that I made sure I had it. That's it. I got tagged in a bunch of shit, but I had already seen this. How um, all the new Ahsoka toys are out, and everyone's like, "Jeff, when are they going to hit Ollie's?" Well, here's the thing, folks. That Ahsoka figure, the vintage style one, actually is already at Ollie's. They released it for the Mandalorian series, and it's the same figure in a different box. So, go back and watch our toy videos. You will find. Ahsoka on clearance. You will find these characters already. I know they're getting a new release and a new box, but just be patient because good things come to those who wait. And if anyone tells you, oh, the Star Wars toys are only from COVID over uh, stock, why is there Vice Admiral Holdo figures who came out years before COVID was a thing? So make sure you guys just, uh, you know, follow WCBS for all your pop culture needs. But, you know, we crafted these toy videos that people still love to watch each and every week we put them out. Well, every other week now but be on the lookout also too guys if you haven't seen the latest one it's being restricted by youtube all like our last four things have all been restricted by youtube so folks help us spread the word hit the like button share it let's beat this algorithm together we ain't stopping and neither are you we want 200k 400k a million fuck dion what are you gonna do when we have 275 billion youtube subscribers we'll have like 10 accounts for everybody on the planet i think we can make that happen don't you absolutely man you know then if you've got two accounts you can y'all can y'all can spot me five dollars each (laughs) it'd be nice to walk away with like you know a million dollars an episode that'd be after a certain point i guess we have to just like i don't know what would we do if we were making that much per episode would we do like a give it back program or would we just go do really stupid shit to entertain people oh that a little column a little column After sure. after that part, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Conor McGregor. I'm gonna be, you know, you know, 
I'm not going to be getting fights after doing cocaine, but I'm going to be like, yo, look at me in this ridiculously nice watch that, you know, I got gifted by fucking some Iman in freaking Dubai. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? You know, he listens to the show. He's a big fan. Now I got a Lamborghini. You know? And I just, hey, let's do a backpack drive. You know what I'm saying? I'm down. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll pull a Scrooge McDuck. We'll get a swimming pool full of our... Uh earnings and just swim around on there right sure <laughs> now speaking of millions guys transition time we've been playing this little game called box office breakdown or beatdown whatever we're gonna fucking call it but box office alliterative b-word uh and last week we did gran turismo and this week we have the results uh who do you think won this week guys now here's Me. the numbers kendo thinks he won kendo you guessed 50 million dollars for the opening Dion, you guessed 40. Nick, you guessed 35. And Jeff, you guessed 27. And yes, I just spoke to myself in third person. But uh, Gran Turismo did not open as well as they were hoping. So I technically will win because I'm the closest with, you know, I went over by a factor of a lot, but the opening was 17 million. <laughs> Damn. We all Wow. Wow. So as the late, great Bob Barker would say, closest without going over. Well, we all went over, but Gran Turismo didn't get over. And now a lot of people are yeah. talking about Gran Turismo as a really good film. A lot of people like it in this sphere. The tastemakers are saying it's good. I haven't seen it, and I have very little interest in watching it. Unless two other bullshitters want to watch it to review for the channel. I think I, I'm going to sit this one out. But uh, anybody interested in it? Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I was going to go last week, last week but I've been lazy as fuck this summer. But no, I'm, I'm definitely planning on going to see it. At least taking the, the wife to see it. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I, I don't want to go see it as well. I just, I just don't want to pay full price for it. Well, when you guys do, we'll go over and throw it up on Patreon for everybody to see. Yeah, How's yeah, that? Sounds good, man. Yeah, definitely. Good old Gran Turismo. Any Gran Turismo fans that play the game out in the chat? I used to like Gran Turismo 3A spec. That was about the only one I had. Yeah, Gran Tur that's the one I used to play the shit out of. Box Office really. Beat Off. Is that, is that our new name, you think? Box Office Yes, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that works. All right. Well, thank I, you, yeah, Joseph Bienowicz. I had no idea it had, it had, um, it had, it was that bad, man. Honestly, holy shit. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I personally thought the trailer looked stupid. It's one of those movies that... It, I would be more excited to watch a Gran Turismo movie if it didn't seem so serious and intense. Like, I get it. It's a racing movie. We're not looking for, you know, like a Wacky Racers live-action adaptation. But it's... I just felt tonally that the trailer was off from what the movie... What the concept should be. Like, with Twisted Metal, I'm very much on board with Twisted Metal because the game was fun and over-the-top, and Gran Turismo is, you know, not as fun and crazy, but it's also a video game. And so maybe, I don't know, presenting it with, a, like, less of a stern tone would have made it seem more appealing to a lot of people. Or it's just that the box office is fucking dead. People don't like movies unless they're called Barbie or Oppenheimer or Mario <laughs> or Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are the only four big hits this year. Like, yeah, it's weird. God, man. it's such a weird year for movies. It is. Well, I mean, uh, a, a huge part of it too is you. You know, you have to be very careful um, putting out putting out certain content when you're a certain type of distributor, I guess. Right. So Sony isn't known for making movies, you know, but 
and Gran Turismo wants a recognizable name, you know, you can't have a generic plot, right? Because otherwise it's not going to tie into the fucking name. So I liked the trailer a little bit, you know, but it was a very generic feeling project where it's like, hey, you know, here's this kid and they run this race team and da 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 da. You know, it, it, it felt closer to a Disney Channel original than it did like Rush. You know, and even then, you know, Rush didn't do all that great. You know, so you're already doing a racing movie, you know, and it's based on a video game and the trailer didn't look exciting. So you have you have to take certain parts of 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 each of these projects with all these things against it very serious. You know, and Sony has a bad habit and the majority of studios have a bad habit of doing shit by the numbers just because you have a beginning, middle and end with famous people in it, it's just a movie at that point. But you have to take that shit seriously because you are a video game movie. You know, that that stigma isn't gone just yet, you know? So, you know, John Wick was a very simple fucking premise, you know? But they took it seriously. Seriously enough where the action is crazy, you're, you're starring actors, take it fucking serious, and the people who wrote the movie serious. It's so hard to get fans to take a premise seriously where the entire premise is, well, he won a championship in the E-games and now this eccentric millionaire wants to make him a race car driver and you have the run-of-the-mill older character who trains them and, like, they're running. And then they even, in the trailer, have the fucking throw-up joke. Like, I get it. I understand it, Sony. But you have to take this shit seriously. You know, there's a difference between let's just make a movie for, to make some money and hey, let's make a fucking movie. And it seemed from the trailer that Sony was just doing a quick turnaround. You know, the fucking people who are spending their money in the theaters, they know, they understand it. We say, you know, when you when it feels legitimate, you know, when it, people pick up on that shit and Sony and, and every major studio has this issue where they just do a buy the numbers film. And that does not make you money. No, it doesn't. Especially not in today's world with so much competition between streaming right. and video games themselves and everything that's out there. Like, movies got to be slick and they got to be. It, it's weird. I'm, I always say it's got to be based on something recognizable. And Gran Turismo is based on something recognizable. But the things that are recognizable that get adapted and tend to do well have either characters or characteristics that the audience can relate to. Like, I didn't like Barbie at all, but it's got a bunch of recognizable Barbie characters that people are like, oh, I had this doll. And then they also have their own memories of, you know, how they played with Barbie. Gran Turismo, and this is just based on, you know, playing the game myself and what this movie looks like. It's like, oh man, I had a great time playing a fucking 97 Toyota. Or man, I really connected to that 2005 Aston Martin. Like, that's it. You play a faceless character in a beautiful car that has the best-looking graphics on the PlayStation console. That's about it for Gran Turismo. So right. that's just my guess on why it didn't work, because other things that are based on recognizable stuff, this is the year for that to be big. They're billion-dollar hits now. And uh, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it's, it's weird because Need for Speed had the same problem, and it's like, this is a racing game. You're going to have a really tough time, you know, marketing it and making it and making it go through. Even they had like a secret race, and you know this that, that and the other happened in it and stuff. It was it was okay, it was not a big deal, but um, it was the same thing. And like 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 the said, yeah, it's it's a generic, generic by the numbers movie, 
and as you said, we can smell it. I mean, that's why people were really um, excited for Oppenheimer and Barbie because they were, as you said, recognizable um, stuff. But also, you had no one behind Oppenheimer and like the whole spiel about like you know, oh, it's shot on film. It's like eleven miles long. It's an IMAX. Got to go watch it that way. And you know, the whole experience is there. And um, I mean, it, it even then back in the day, they used to have you know throwaway movies that they would do during the year. They'd have the twenty to thirty million dollar um, dramas or rom coms, whatever they 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 throw out. They'd have the big tentpole ones, and you know, in June and July. Tentpole. <laughs> She's a babe. But uh, we don't have that anymore because of you know all the streaming and stuff. But I think I think that formula worked. That formula was was good. What they're doing now isn't working, and they're seeing that because all of the streaming services are plateauing with subscribers or they're declining. Um, and there's. You know, and with with so with with the overabundance of choice to watch, people are just going to watch what they what's familiar now. They're not really going to take a chance on too much stuff because it might not be good, it might not be worth their time, and you know, then they're out the time that you know they've put into either a show or a movie, and they just don't want to don't want to do it anymore. Well, I just am hoping that uh, I don't know people take more risks so we can get some new creative things and not have everything created by AI in the future. Oh wait, it's already happening. Yeah, I mean, risk is risk is risky. You know what I mean? You know, it, it, and I, that's that's why so many studios are in trouble, right? You know, you you know they're all about yeah, you know, yeah, we we believe in products, blah, blah blah blah. But then you have movies that are literally one cliche to the other. You know, we you know, it, how do you convince someone to give you their money when it's okay? Now I know it's a kid who played video games who gets called up to the big leagues. He has the moment of hesitation where he doesn't want to do it, and then the the male mentor character says, "But you have what it takes. You know, you can you can do it. Like, how many times can you do that and keep it interesting? You got to have shit in the movie that that makes people say, "Hey, I'm gonna spend fucking fifteen bucks because I'm assuming it isn't gonna be the same shit." You know, and it's and it's you know, it's. It, it's again it's easy for me to say you know on a fucking podcast you know just because i like movies but you know people pick up on that by the number shit you know you know fucking you know another video game you know max Payne. that's why that movie didn't do all that well right like you can't just be like hey we've got mark Wahlberg uh and mila kunis who are popular right now and we're going to shoot it in the same aesthetic of the time so that it's recognizable but it's based on a on a video game character you know you can't just make it can't just be a bunch of references you know a movie by the numbers that references the video games kind of like it, that shit doesn't work and that you know and it just looked like that type of movie obviously when i see it you know we'll, we'll see how good it is at least at least when you promote it you know don't promote it like hey here are the tropes and then the ending's gonna be he's overcoming this because the, the mentor said you you got what it takes bucko Like you gotta have something extra you know and it yeah. didn't feel like it had that much extra, at least not for me to go and see it this week. No, I I one hundred percent agree with you. It, it did not, it did not, it did not have that. Um, but like you're talking about like racing and car stuff and video games. Uh, Twisted Metal, um, and the show is taken after the Twisted Metal Black video game. Um, it was Twisted a lot of metal fun. African American. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just just metal African American. I'm I'm sorry, but it's um, sensitivity. Thank you. I am. I, I forgot we're on YouTube. Um, I was I was also pulling from last night. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, the, they're, they're doing that and like, you know, it was a nice, you could tell like they were playing with a lot of, a lot of stuff. They were trying to do as much as they could for it being 
just a show on their on their paid platform. They, I don't think it's hitting like their you know the cable channel or whatever. But it does did a lot of stuff with that. It was really funny. It was really good. It was pretty violent for what it was. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was I was shocked. Um, it was so much fun to watch, and uh, I can't wait. You know, I hope season two gets announced and they start working on that because you know it needs to happen. Well, it's good. You know, they're not going to make more of it. <laughs> you're probably you're probably right because yeah, because we like it. It's like ah, oh, you know, some people like it. Now we're not going to make more of it. It's like, geez, man. No, that's that's how the rule of thumb is. It's like, hey, if fans enjoy this, fuck them. We're well, gonna make you, something that we think you, is gonna be better. You say that, but I think that's honestly that's honestly the thing, and here's why: because if a show gets too popular, then the actors and stuff um, will demand more money, and they don't want to pay them anymore, and they don't want to put any more money into that project because if it doesn't <laughs> yield any more money for them, it's useless. That's so messed up. It's like the backward approach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and that's why, and that's why I think, well, that's why the cable model worked because you had advertising, you know, in the middle of the show. So, those advertising spots were worth more for a a prime time show on a, on a on a good channel. They could charge more for them, therefore they made more, and they could keep the show going. It's so weird how everything's changed to the point where it's almost unrecognizable, and it seems antithetical to like logic and reason. It's like, oh, I'm sure they have a reason for doing it, but we can't figure it out. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Kind of, I mean, yeah, they, they, all, all of them have gone to the streaming plat, streaming, you know, platforms and stuff, or made their own, and they thought that was a good thing, and now they're kind of seeing that it's it's not, you know, the old the old way worked, the old way um, made more money and was, you know, you're, you it was easier to take risk and not lose lose your ass, but um, they can't even do that now. That's why we're getting remakes, rehashes, and easy easy you know paint by numbers movies. Do you think like current audiences would ever accept no more streaming and go back to home video or do you think they'd just say fuck it and sit on their phones yes because yeah i think i I think so because you know the as millennials are still around and we have you know we have we have some some of us have disposable income and i think you know we could still keep that alive but it'd be very it would be very slow going to take away all that disposable income yeah that's true uh but i i feel like it would be very slow going if it if it were to start up again I'm I'm ready for more home video. I don't like streaming, but you know that's just me. Listen, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I'm ready to go to like you know the video store on Tuesdays and Fridays and pick up the new shit. You know, I'm I'm down with that. I'm you know it's I I wish that was the way. I wish we'd go back to that because it was it worked and we got a bunch of stuff. Um, like like I said again, um, if, if they would try things here and there, and if it didn't, if it if it was a flop, they wouldn't lose a hundred million dollars or hundred and fifty million dollars, whatever whatever it is now. You know, it wouldn't be that bad. No. But, hey, it's the bed they made, so they have to lie in it. Yep. Yep. So that was a roundabout way of talking about the Gran Turismo box office. Uh, folks, we, well, hold on, guys. We have to figure out what the next movie is. Because, <laughs> I mean, They Live is coming out. But let's Oh, see, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're showing a lot of oldies now. Well, they're good ones, too. And they are. That movie was supposed to come actually, out on the day I was I actually have, I actually have my, my They Live poster hanging in my in my place, the one, one signed by the majority of the cast. You got Rowdy Roddy Piper's autograph? I actually do. Fuck you, I'm jealous. <laughs> but even more jealous because John Carpenter's on there too. Well, fuck you twice, okay? <laughs> Just steal it from him. No, our friendship's more important than a poster signed by a dead guy and my favorite director. 
Yeah, but if you steal it from him, like, can he really get that mad? Because it's not like he can fight you and take it back. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the the uh, the balance of WCBS. You won't though, because we'll bully him and into just you know taking it and dealing with it. Be like, look, Jeff took your poster. You should have been bragging about it. It's your fault, really, that this happened, Nick. So stop being a bitch. Suck it up, and we'll get you a new poster. God, somebody's cranking tonight. <laughs> I don't think he's cranky. I kind of like where he's going with this. Kendo? Yeah. You got me Harrison Ford. Now you're going to give me that poster. You are a great friend. Thank you. just not being so fucking selfish and do what's right for the team. <laughs> he's, apparently, well, he's, he's going to dig up Carrie Fisher, too. So it all works out. Well, dude, so are you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. You, you uh, look like see. a million bucks in Wokebusters, but in the Stealing Solo trilogy, well, it's a little different. I know. Speaking um, of doing what's best for the team, I'm now adding Last Stand in WCBS to our World League of World Class Gentlemen Fantasy Football League. So we now oh, have thanks, a full buddy. league, guys. Draft is on Tuesday. Now, folks, I guess it's a good time to announce it. We're going to have our first WCBS Fantasy League. We're all in one together. So uh, if you guys want to follow us, I didn't we say we we're going to record some stuff and put it over on Patreon as like an update each week for everyone to know? Yeah, we up? could do like a weekly update slash smack talk slash state of the state of the league. Okay, then that's going to happen, folks. If you want to get involved with that, WCBS has got you covered there, too. Now, guys, the movie this week should be The Equalizer 3 with Denzel Washington. I'm excited to see this one. I, I've only seen Equalizer 1. I haven't seen the second one, so they're good. catch up. They're they're yeah. they're like they're they're like Liam Liam needs some stuff you know they're they're, they're kind of that same feel, you know. It's uh, Denzel Dadrock. Denzel Dadrock. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say though, ever since Keanu Reeves just blew it out of the fucking water with John Wick, every other action movie just feels so tame by comparison. <laughs> because they kept ramping it up every time, and it was awesome. Yep. <laughs> Motherfucker falling three stories and stuff, you know. Yeah, especially the last one. He, f- he fell down the stairs and had to walk back up and kick ass again. Like, it was it was great. And he falls, like, three floors in the fucking German club. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's true. Also, also that, that, that top-down shot of him with the with the dragon the dragon shotgun shells. Yeah, Dragon's Breath or whatever. Dragon's okay. Breath, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Setting everybody on fire, great. fucking awesome, man. It was just a badass movie. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to guess for The Equalizer? Uh, Dion? Uh, I'm gonna say, I say, does twenty five. Twenty five. All right, Nick. I'm hopeful. I'm. I'm gonna go fifty. All Ooh. right, Nick. Fifty million dollars, Kendo. What did Dion say? Twenty five. Nick said fifty. I'm gonna go with sixty two million. All right, Jeff. What are you guessing? Oh, I'm gonna guess thirty. I don't. I was gonna guess twenty five, Dion, but you got there first. But I, this weekend is a holiday weekend. Things slow down. Nope. I don't nope. think a ton of people are gonna go out to the movies. I think they will. Yeah, okay. I think I th- I think for something like Equalizer, they will because it's it's once again even even though it's a part three, you don't really need to watch the other two. You can watch this one and not really. That's some, that some bitch movie is going to bring in $65 million <laughs> next Thursday. I won't be here because we got a football game. But in spirit, I will be going right here, bitches. Right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> you got right? I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Not him. Not him. Not him. Me. 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 <laughs> well, look, if we get. 
If that happens and you win next week, you'll only have one point on the board, and then the only bullshitter to not have a point will be Nick. So Nick, you'll have to. You're, you haven't lost. <laughs> Shocker. It. That's the thing. Shocker. Hold well, on though. You, you might have to be give next up that week. Poster. <laughs> it ain't fucking happening. Rip it out of my cold, dead hands, motherfucker. Don't fucking threaten us with a good time, because <laughs> Dion weird. has established he knows how to kill everybody with, with like Vulcan nerve pinches. So Vulcan nerve. <laughs> he's gonna grab you by the fucking the neck, and I'm gonna kick you in the short ones, and we're taking that fucking poster. <laughs> somehow, somehow Dion's worked his way into Starfleet and has gone through the training program. <laughs> somehow, this dude was born for Starfleet, man. He could actually beat listen, the Kobayashi Maru. I'm just down that my legend continues to grow unprompted. Legend of Dion Green coming soon to comic book form in 2029, folks. I, I, I don't know, man. We, we, we've been talking about making uh, making some sort of some sort of video for next year for sure. So that's up in the air. We 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 have we have a couple of ideas we want to do. So we'll we'll figure that out. I think we should make our horror movie, Nick. I think yeah, it could be a horror movie. Could be could be trailer for 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 you know Terminator Negro or My Black Ass. We don't know. We don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll we'll crowdfund it so we can get some CGI in it. <laughs> 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 I mean that works. Yeah, next fuck summer, it. We got a big audience. I'm gonna turn it up next summer. You guys, we need to do something because grad school will be over. I'll have a shiny new diploma, uh, and uh, yeah, not teaching summer school. Wife wants to teach summer school. I said I've got better things to do with my fucking time. We're gonna come out to you next summer, Kendo, while she's teaching summer school, and we'll party it up. Yeah, we could do that. We could go fucking hang out in Kirky, and uh, we'll, we'll take baby OJ good, with us and just have a good old time. We'll look like <laughs> the Hangover. Yeah, yeah we except will. There's, except there's <laughs> yeah. Black Doug and uh, Black. racially nondescript Doug and formerly Samoan Doug, and then just Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> baby Doug. And Big baby Doug. Doug. We do need to go somewhere once. They're like, what are your guys' names? We just all say our name is Doug. See if it throws people off. They're like, really? Yeah. And then just yeah, go. like our mom named us after our dad. <laughs> and then when she looks at us, like, oh, we had different dads, but they were all named Doug. It's really weird how it worked. It's a small world after all. She had a type. <laughs> she had a and this, type. And her type was Doug. Yeah. She went to the Doug's. phone book like Terminator, and it's like, are you Doug? Yes. And she just got down on her knees, and well, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> she was a big Pokemon fan, but since those weren't real, she had to like catch them all in terms of like dicks. <laughs> she needed a white one, Sounds a black familiar. one, a brown one, a Samoan one. <laughs> Did she dip that one it's in like mayonnaise? She, it's like she was looking for the Infinity Infinity Stone. Yeah, every dick. time she got popped by a different dude, like her like hand just started to glow, and she just did that Thanos thing. She's like, and just like the power flows through her. <laughs> Semen is important and very powerful. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, she had she had the Infinity Gauntlet, but you know for dicks. <laughs> Folks, hit that thumbs up button. Um, guys, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, and I apologize. The word of the day is jabroni. My favorite jabroni, the fat jabroni Hulk Hogan. Uh, fistful of jabroni, and Dion Green meets the Brooklyn jabronis. <laughs> um, the hunt for red jabroni. Yep, 12 angry jabronis. Jabroni hot, on the River Kwai. Hot tub jabroni machine. Teenage jabroni. Mutant Ninja Jabronis. I will, dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Jabronis is my new favorite one. TMNJ. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Jabronis. 
<laughs> the divine secrets of the jabroni sisterhood star trek 3 the search for jabroni jabroni gump <laughs> oh my god enter the jabroni oh the chat says jabroni's in the outfield i see the movie way too much yeah dude where's my jabroni that's another good one <laughs> couple of guys lost the rock where the fuck is he it doesn't matter where he is now the rock may have been the wrestler who used jabroni on the biggest scale or the biggest stage but there is another wrestler the iron sheet who sadly passed away this year and he called a lot of people jabronis and according to the iron sheet the biggest jabroni on the planet was this man right here on screen Hulk Hogan. Ah, brother dude Jack. Brother dude Jack Jabroni, son. Now, Hollywood Hulk Hogan is a man of many talents. He drops the greatest leg drop in history. He cuts an electric... Well, no, that's the rock shit. He cuts a great promo. Hulk Hogan is the man. But he's also, according to, uh, you know, Everyone. a lot of accounts, a big fat liar. So, Hulk Hogan... He was on the Joe Rogan show this week, and he was talking about a lot of different things. But earlier in the week, since last week's show, there's been a lot of Hulk Hogan lie talk. So tonight, for fun, folks, and believe me, this is going to be fun, we're going to look at some of Hulk Hogan's biggest lies. So sit down, get yourself comfortable, grab a drink, grab a smoke, whatever you choose to do with the highlight of Thursday Night World Class Bullshitters, and get ready, because... This one, this one's a lot of fun to me. You guys ready for 25 of the biggest Hulk Hogan lies oh, and God. why they're bullshit? <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> All right, we'll keep this at a, at a brief pace. Well, not too brief because we want to have fun at Hulk Hogan's expense. But I do want to preface this with saying, like, some of us actually do like Hulk Hogan, the wrestler. Uh, Dion and I were very happy when Hulk Hogan was introduced as the host, excuse me, the guest host of WrestleMania 35. We weren't angry. We weren't like the other two dudes sitting next to us that were booing him. We were fucking cheering real American right along with the fucking music. So, yeah, man, you know, shit. Yeah, I'm a Hulk Hogan enthusiast. My uncle tried to get me into wrestling back in the '90s with Hulk Hogan. It didn't work, but you know, I still like Hulk Hogan. So, Hulk Hogan said he partied with John Belushi after WrestleMania two. Hold up! Oh my god. I yeah, forgot that he lied about that. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> now, I would like to point out why that's, that's wrong. You'll tell everybody, with. but... I think I know why. Now, WrestleMania 2 took place in 1986. Yeah. Hogan won... Hogan beat King Kong Bundy in a steel cage match in the main event of WrestleMania, which took place in L.A. Now, there's only one big problem, guys. Yeah, I know the problem. John Belushi died in 1982, so unless yep. they dug his ass up from the grave and pulled a weekend at Bernie's, that didn't happen. Now, do you think Hulk Hogan meant Jim Belushi, or do you think Hulk Hogan just thinks like the 80s was one big party because he was on cocaine too? Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100% the lad. Up next, Hulk Hogan claims his entrance theme music was his idea when he came to the ring. Sorry, he claims... Entrance music in general in pro wrestling was his idea from 1982 when he came out to Eye of the Tiger. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Pretty sure entrance music existed before then, but I could be Not wrong. Not to mention you got the fucking year wrong for Eye of the Tiger, dude. Well, dude, not only did the is the year wrong. Gorgeous George first came out the entrance music Pomp and Circumstance in 1940. Yes. <sighs> so Hulk Hogan was off by Randy 42 years, brother. Man said that's where he got the idea. Like, oh my god, Hogan. Did he you write the song for Rick Derringer as well? Cuz he Probably. actually sang the words. That's not Rick Derringer. He just gave him a credit because he was nice. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Also, too, Hulk Hogan forgot that the Fabulous Freebirds had Bad Street USA, which yeah. came out in the 70s. I believe. Yes. Or, no, that was the 80s, too, right? 70s or 80s. It was like late 70s, I thought, is when that came out. Look, dude, 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 I'm not the biggest Michael Freebird dude, dude, dude. fan, but, you know, I like him. Here we go. Hulk Hogan claims that the Rolling Stones and Lars Ulrich of Metallica both wanted him as their bass player. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows the internet I, I, exists, I right? He yeah, knows the internet exists, that. right? Like it, it's a thing. Yeah, like, and look this shit up real quick. Metallica had some shit that he's come up with before the internet. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm certain that this this is probably a pre-internet lie that he told. Especially seeing as like, dude. Like you were not, do you? They did not ask you to be. I forgot about the Rolling Stone ones, but Metallica. Come on, man. Yeah, come Metallica on. had one of the greatest bass players of all time, Cliff Burton, until he died in 1987, and Hogan was well ensconced in the wrestling business at that point. So there was no way they were going to be calling him to have him take over the job. Is Cliff Burton the guy that died in the bus crash? That would be the one. Okay. Now. While Hogan did play the bass guitar in a local band before getting into wrestling, he was nowhere near the level needed to play with either Metallica or the Rolling Stones. Lars Ulrich of Metallica also told Howard Stern he's not a big wrestling fan and he never spoke with Hulk Hogan. He said, I don't know Hulk Hogan. I don't know enough about him. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I certainly have no recollection of doing anything with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Rules, an album released by Hulk Hogan and the Boot Band, includes a track titled Hulkster in Heaven. According to Hogan, he met a very sick Make-A-Wish kid in England and got him a ticket to SummerSlam at Wembley Stadium to watch him wrestle in the main event. <laughs> Nick, would you like to take a guess why this is bullshit? Um, I'm not going to take a guess because I... I, I, I... I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna let you tell I me know what the problem is. I'm gonna, tell, I'm, gonna tell you, I'm gonna let you tell me, tell me what the problem is. All right, Kendo, would you care to tell the audience what's up? Hulk Hogan wasn't on the fucking card for SummerSlam 1992. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't even in the build. I don't even think he was in England when they did that because the main event for SummerSlam 1992 was the British Bulldog versus Bret Hart. Oh, right. Yeah, Hogan never wrestled in Wembley. Old or new Wembley, he was not. He was not there. He was never there. Uh, yeah, that's why it's bullshit. Now, sorry, I went to grab a drink. Let me fill you in real quick. How much bullshit it was. You said he didn't even appear there. He left the night after WrestleMania Eight, which is in April. He didn't appear no, no. again on it WWE television until February of '93. Jeez, man. Yeah, because that's when he was getting <laughs> ramped up to do his greatest fucking title challenge of all time at WrestleMania 9. Yep. Against Bret Hart. one of the worst. No, Bret Hart lost the, to Yakazuma, and then, you know, because Bret got the fucking salt in the eyes, and then Hogan came out to save the fucking day, you know, old brother dude Jack. After earlier in the night, him and 
him and Brutus the fucking barber beefcake defeated IRS and Ted DiBiase by uh, count out and celebrated like they won the title, but they acted like they won the title when Jimmy Hart jumped in with a striped jacket on and counted the three. And yeah, you can't do that. Jimmy Hart wasn't ref. But then yeah, Hogan comes back out, beat Jack Azuma, takes the title off of him, and then he ends up getting given it back at King of the Ring 93 when uh, downtown Bruno shoots him in the eye with that fireball camera. I said what I said. It's one of the worst issue, one of the worst things that Hogan's done because reportedly yes. he did not want to, he did not think that people would believe that he would lose to a Bret Hart. Which is crazy, number one, because Bret Your favorite was fucking, wrestler. I and that's yeah, that's me saying this about Bret. I am not a huge Bret Hart dude could wrestle, but I'm not a Bret Hart fan. And even I'm like, you know, obviously I, you know, I wasn't watching then, but nope, you know, Brett was white heart. White heart, white hot, white heart, white. Yeah, he is a white heart. (laughs) Owen was the black heart. Yeah, like that, like that dude just didn't want because he was fucking Hulk Hogan about it, and just to lie, like, come on, man, like, like I understand that you're not the sharpest tool in the shed, but damn, Hulk, damn, dude, damn, brother. Well, let's let's uh, keep on reading the lies because there's a few more. Hogan claims he is the wrestler responsible for the. WWF first selling merchandise and had to talk Vince McMahon into doing it. Bullshit. <laughs> did he forget who Vince McMahon's father was? Shit, did he forget who Vince McMahon is? Did he forget he was, he was a WWE? I think he forgot who he is at times. That's why he calls Fair everybody enough. brother, including himself, dude. Here's my favorite one. Hulk Hogan claimed he once wrestled 400 days in one year. This is one of my favorite ones. Oh my god. He said, he yeah. said those words. Yeah, so... <laughs> Apparently, this was made possible because he traveled so frequently between the United States and Japan that the international timeline made this possible. Uh, Always tell us something, brother. I mean, it's not exactly how time works, but sure, Hulk. (laughs) He could have said, I wrestled 400 times in one year. Not four hundred. If he would have been like, I wrestled four hundred dates in one year because you could wrestle multiple dates in the same day. If you like Flair used to do that all the time. Flair would wrestle in South Carolina or North Carolina, and then he'd be on a plane to fly to Florida and wrestle in Florida or Georgia or something like that, and you know, make dates, multiple dates in a day. And then he would go and have a few dates with some kamikazes and and, you know, for the mountain uh, space mountain ride. But You could say that too. That would work. You'd be like, "Yeah, I wrestled 400 dates in one year." Okay, I could believe that. I could see that if you wrestled multiple shows. But I would like to think that's what he meant. But I know for a fact it's probably not what he meant. He was wanting to try to sound cool and act like I flew. Let me tell you something, brother. I flew between them so many times. Goddamn, international dateline, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, he was doing math in his fucking notebook while he was flying. He's like, "All right, I've done this and this, and I've been, you know, I've flown here and there." I left Los Angeles on Thursday, August sixth. I got to Japan on Saturday, August eighth. But then I flew back, and it was August seventh in Los Angeles. That's three days. I wrestled three days that week. It's like, no, you wrestled two days because you spent at least a day on the plane. Now, here's a weird one, but the next one's even better. Hogan claims he was offered a role in the movie The Wrestler, the role that Nikki, Mickey Rourke played. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, of As course he would say that. A background he, character? Could never let something else be big in wrestling without him attaching his fucking name. Now, 
the the director Darren Aronofsky says this is bullshit. And that's kind of the end of the story. <laughs> but here's one, Nick, that you'll appreciate. While Hogan did star in films like Mr. Nanny and Santa with Muscles, he claims in his autobiography that he rewrote both of those scripts entirely, only having only to have his writing credit stolen from him by the Writers Guild of America. <laughs> oh, get fucked. I can only imagine what a Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan movie script would look like. They probably had to rewrite it because he didn't know how to spell correctly or how to, how to you know... Write dialogue worth a shit. Yeah. Hogan's and then they walk right. into the door and then walk to the couch and sit on the couch. Yeah. Let me or tell you something, mean Gene. The There's no characters named Gene in this movie, Hogan. Yep. And they walk to the door and see Hulk Hogan and immediately am flabbergasted with his 34-inch pythons, brother. We can't oh, say that. Oh, got 10 inches bigger. Nice. Yeah. That's how it works, Jack. Hulk Hogan claimed on an episode of Hogan Knows Best that the reason why he didn't get the offer for George Foreman Grill is because he was out picking up the kids from school. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my god. The Hulk oh god. Hogan Grill? It sounds, it sounds okay, but I think George Foreman sounds better. Yeah. Now, I've heard this story from multiple sources. Not the kids at school part, but the fact that Hogan was offered the, the George Foreman Grill and turned it down. So I'm inclined to believe that he was offered the grill and did turn it down because at the time when that George Foreman grill was released, Hulk Hogan was still the biggest star in wrestling. Like people, we can joke now, it's been, you know, 20 years since Hulk Hogan's been fairly relevant in wrestling, but through the 90s, that NWO angle really revitalized wrestling and his career. So I do believe they could have asked him, but he, I think he turned it down. So, which, yeah, which, which, which is dumb. Well, I, I from what I recall, at least in according to George Foreman, George Foreman was the first person that those people went to, so they didn't even go to Hulk Hogan on that. If I feel like somebody's lying, out. and I don't think it's George Foreman. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the George Foreman grill? Because that thing was awesome. Oh yeah, it was. It changed novelty the grill. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it, it is a, a bit of pop culture, man. Yeah, people people would make fun of it, but that thing fucking worked really well. We had one. I still we used to make breakfast on it. Now, here's a funny one. Hulk Hogan claims to be the first to slam Andre the Giant. Andre weighed 600 pounds when he was slammed, and Andre died a few days after the slam. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a lot of reasons why that one is wrong. Uh, Kendo, please tell us why. Well, for starters, the most famous Hulk Hogan slam of Andre the Giant was in 1987 at WrestleMania three and. Uh, Andre the Giant died in like 1990 or 91. So it was 93, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was more than a few days later. Uh, Whether or not he weighed 600 pounds is another thing. But Andre also had been slammed before that. Like Hulk Hogan wasn't the first person to slam him. I don't remember who it was, but I've heard the story before. That wasn't the first time that Hulk Hogan even done it. Yeah, that wasn't even the first time Hulk Hogan had slammed Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. It was just all at house shows and things like that and you had to have been there to see it and Andre was also the type that he wouldn't let you slam him unless he was willing to do it and that's why a lot of people didn't get to slam Andre the Giant because are you going to tell him that you're going to slam him? Are you even going to try if he won't let you? No. If Andre says no, no. Now, uh, another one is Hulk Hogan says he sat next to Kerry Von Erich on a flight to Japan 72 hours before Kerry killed himself. I think Harry Von Eric was in jail for like up to a day before he killed himself. 
Yeah, so the fact Hogan fact checker shows that Kerry died on February 18th, 1993. 72 hours prior to this, Hogan was at the WWF TV tapings on February 15th in Long Beach, California. The next day, he was at the TV tapings in San Diego, California. Kerry was released by the WWF in August of 92, and during the weeks leading up to his death, he was wrestling shows in Dallas in the Global Wrestling Federation. So I'm going with no, that never happened. Probably not. Up next, we have Hulk Hogan said that while in WCW, a pay-per-view bout was supposed to take place between himself and Mike Tyson, but didn't take place because Tyson was too scared, brother. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that didn't happen either. Tyson was Tyson was still coked up in those fucking days. He, he would have done it. He'd been like, let's do it now. Let's Mike Tyson do doesn't strike me as the type of person that's scared of anybody. Yeah. Let alone Hulk fucking Hogan, who was right. in his 40s then. Uh, here's a great one. Dion, you'll appreciate this. Hogan said he used to fight pride fighters in the 70s. <laughs> now... <laughs> I'm going to tell you why this is bullshit, because the Pride Fighting Championships didn't have their first event until 1997 in Japan, and MMA via the UFC did not get on pay-per-view until 1993. So do you think Hulk Hogan was fighting in the 70s? Definitely fucking not. Especially since he would have been in the same time as Aoki, and to think that that lie would even make sense especially when Aoki was doing what he was fucking doing, which in part was fucking fighting for real, is fucking hilarious. Jeez. Um, Hogan, here's another one. Hogan claims while defending the WWF Championship in Japan, challenger Tatsumi Fujiyami shot on him to try to steal the WWF Championship. Um, what the hell? I'm going to say okay. no. Uh, I don't know if this... I guess this one's a lie, but Hogan claimed that he wanted to turn heel in 1990 after losing the to the Ultimate Warrior, but Vince vetoed that idea. Yeah, he's definitely lying about that because they had to twist his arm and turn him heel for the NWO. Yeah, the only reason why he signed up on it is because Sting was their choice to do it, and then he realized it was going to be really popular, so he's like, nope, I'll do it, brother. In late 1991, Hulk Hogan had a short feud with The Undertaker, and Taker's tombstone caused a serious neck injury. That story I do know, because <laughs> as a kid, I watched that pay-per-view and was fucking losing my mind when The Undertaker won that match. I was beyond fucking happy when that happened. But if you watch the video, Hogan's head comes nowhere near the fucking mat. Like, Undertaker did everything in his power to protect him and take care of him and make sure he was okay, and he was. He just, Hogan being fucking Hogan, politicking in the back. He's being a bitch. <laughs> I just like how blunt you are, Nick. He's being a bitch. <laughs> um, few more. In 2023, Hogan told a story about a sumo wrestler who was making his pro wrestling debut and that the sumo wrestler refused to put him over. He claimed that John Tenta went to the ring and the two men got into a fight. This never happened. There's no one in the wrestling business who told that before. When Hogan went... So basically, Hogan's just... An old man who doesn't remember shit. Yeah. He also, he also claimed that he and Vince McMahon were offered to buy the UFC as partners, but they turned it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, while it is true that SEG was in talks to sell to McMahon, it was never reported that Hogan was involved with those talks. Because he wasn't. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Hogan claimed that he noticed early on that Kevin Owens would be a star. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
because that's the type of re- Kevin Owens wrestling look is exactly up the up the alley of what Hulk Hogan looked for inside of a wrestler. Exactly. Yeah, he used to talk shit about Mick Foley being so fat. I'm sure he yeah. wouldn't look at Kevin Owens and go, "Oh, that guy's the future brother." Dude. Hulk Hulk Hogan claimed that he batted 714 in the Little League World Series. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact Hulk Hogan never played in the Little League World Series. That's crazy. That is a crazy lie. That, that's 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 like compu- that's that's yeah, that's mental issue level have needing to lie about shit. Yeah, Why yeah. people can easily verify even before the internet you can look that shit up. Yeah, I think of all the times I watched the Little League World Series growing up as a kid and everything like that. I think I would have remembered seeing Hulk Hogan played in this Little League World Series once in 19, you know, 60 or whatever and he batted 714, which let me tell you how fucking hard it is to bat 714. Extremely. You I mean, you you would be in, you, you, motherfucker, you would be talked about as one of the greatest little league players of all time if you bat in seven fourteen. Yeah. So what does that actually mean? It means seventy one point four percent of the time you get a base hit. Yeah. So oh, okay. almost three out of four times you're you're hitting the ball. Yeah. And put this in context, three hundred is considered really good if you're batting yeah. that in in, in baseball. Yeah. Three hundred is really good. 400 is like the magical, this is one of the greatest hitters of all time number. Yeah. The career like he's batting saying, average like leader is Ty Cobb. With he's a, he's legitimately trying to say that he has almost twice of what, you know, what people consider the greatest Hall of Famers hit. Like that's Even in like Little League. That's, that's like me claiming that I beat Mike Tyson right before he got to the Olympics. That's how you crazy didn't? that is. I mean, you know, again... I can either confirm or deny I'm really good friends with Mike. You know, I don't want to embarrass him. But yeah, that's how crazy. <laughs> I would just pull the card of were you even alive when Mike Tyson went to the Olympics? <laughs> Hulk Hogan exactly. was Exactly. Hulk Hogan shit, Hulk Hogan was probably too old when the fucking Little League World Series even started. That motherfucker now, is just that's a crazy lie. <laughs> well, there's more Hulk Hogan baseball anomalies. Of Hogan claimed to be scouted by both the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds after being a pitching star in high school baseball. Oh my god! No, no, nope. I'm not buying that one either, because I feel like that would have come that would have come up at some point. Yeah, and there's no yeah, like, way that he would have turned that down when he would have been in high school. You're talking about the biggest sport on the planet in America when he was a kid. Get the fuck out of here. Besides, maybe boxing. Get the fuck out of here. You're not being like, no, I'm not going to go pitch in the big leagues. Like, get the fuck out of here. Also, Hulk Hogan claimed he broke his ribs during the match against The Rock at WrestleMania 18. I remember that lie. He's been telling that one for a while. Hogan claimed that the NWO was his idea, and his NWO would have included the Booty Man and the Nasty Boys. I can believe the second part of that. Yeah. That he would have loved to have Bruce the fucking Barber Beefcake and the Nasty Boys and the NWO with him, but the the NWO was Bischoff's idea. Bischoff's been on record many times to talking about that and talking about how when he got Hall and Nash, that's the idea that he was going to run with because he had seen something similar to that in Japan. And again... They had to twist his arm to get him to do it. Right. So him saying that it was his idea 
and you expect us to believe that he wouldn't have booked himself to be in it. Like you're such a liar that people will pick up on the fact that you're lying about you not lying. <laughs> like that's crazy. I'm confused already. Like, no one would ever be like he would pitch it and then not put himself in it. That's insane. Like that's Hulk Hogan is incapable of doing that. Well, that's he's hilarious. not incapable of telling even bigger lies like this one. Hulk Hogan claimed Elvis Presley was a big fan of his. Oh, get oh my God, dude. Pretty sure Elvis was dead before he started wrestling. Yeah, like, well, a, like fucking years before he started, started wrestling. Yeah, Elvis died as Hogan was breaking in. So it's pretty yeah. much impossible that Elvis even knew who the hell Hulk Hogan was. Did you know Hulk Hogan wrote Jailhouse Rock? <laughs> you know I heard the, that somewhere. The shoes that were written about that were blue and suede, they were Hogan shoes. They were basically I can believe shoes. that. Yeah. Hogan's the one who blesses the rain down in Africa, brother. <laughs> Hell, he named the continent himself. That's true. <laughs> Him and Jennifer Lawrence need to be in a movie together, then. Listen. It'll be the first movie ever made. Yep. First, first explorer ever, brother Jack. <laughs> Hulk Hogan discovered Antarctica. Yep. Folks in the chat, tell us whatever, what other Hulk Hogan inventions there are. So he discovered Antarctica. He created the the internal combustion engine. He also um, he also discovered fire. Yeah, he Hulk Hogan discovered there. fire, dude. He's the first yep. person yep. to summit Mount Everest, and he did without oxygen tanks or resting. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. When I saw all the other Hulkamaniacs, Jack, were standing out in the cold, brother. It was nighttime, brother. The Predators were out, Jack, and they were looking for the Hulkamaniacs, knowing about their fair heart, brother. But I tell you what, Mean Gene, I went up there to old Mount Olympus, and I took fire, and I brought it down to mankind, Jack, because the Hulkster, brother will always do what's right because I ate my vitamins back then in ancient Greece, brother. I said my <laughs> prayers to the old Jesus Christ back in ancient Greece, brother. And he gave me the strength to hold on to that fire, Jack, and bring it all down to Mama Hulkster and the other Hulkamaniacs, Jack. That was beautiful. Well, he was the right gay guy. I mean, the right <laughs> guy at the right time or whatever, however he... Let me that tell you this. Right. Let me say this one more time so you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Plus 10 for the reference. That <laughs> might be the funniest moment I've seen on live pro wrestling ever. Because I specifically remember being a teenager and laughing my ass off. Oh my God, that was so funny. Oh, one of my finest memories. I'm going to say it one more time, McMahon. <laughs> they could have edited that out. It was a taped show, but they didn't. <laughs> That's the best part. That's Vince going, fuck you, dude. That's going out. <laughs> oh, it's the clip. I think that's the one clip that I laugh harder at than Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, and brother. Dude. I don't blame you, because that that's a classic one, too, but it's just so funny seeing... Oh my god! Like the words, the circumstance, even Vince being like, "I'm starting to think you're believing your own shit, Hogan," or you're believing your own bullshit, Hogan. Like even in that moment, like that's hilarious. Like it's just so funny. Goddamn! How close do you think Hulk Hogan was to run for president back in the day? I think he wanted to, but they probably, you know, whatever other uh, fucking requirements the motherfucker. Didn't have him, and he was just like, "Well, why can't I run for president, Jack?" 
I mean, I remember going on the Tonight Show talking about how he wanted to run for president. He said he was going to institute. He would institute a flat tax. So he had my vote. <laughs> I'm like fuck yeah, I'll take mm-hmm. that. Um, we have one more on this list, and then we'll check in with the audience. We have some more Hulk Hogan uh, creations. In 1991, Hulk Hogan appeared on the Arsenio Hall show to claim that he never had been a regular steroid user. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you not laugh at everything Hulk Hogan says? Like, the fact that he won that lawsuit about his sex tape still blows my mind. Well, he I mean... The te- he gave the testimony that Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch penis brother, but Terry Bollea doesn't. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> as, if, as if when he puts on the bandana and the Hulkamania shirt, his dick grows like four inches. <laughs> it's like it's his dick is like the Grinch you know it grew three sizes too big that day because he was that happy yep let me tell you something brother the cocaine <laughs> I don't I don't even want to think of Hulk Hogan like that let's just let's okay. not anyway <laughs> <laughs> there is that sex tape that's out there though thank god I've never seen it folks do not uh, watch that ever don't don't say that because now they're all gonna look it up and you know gonna... it's there's you don't see much. It's like a weird like fucking security camera tape and it's all grayscale and everything. That's weird. Well, thank you for taking one for the team, Kendo. Well, I, I only saw it because I was at his brother's house, that. and he was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Look, a Hulk Hogan sex tape. Let's see what Bubba the Love Sponge's wife looks like. I bet she's hot." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." And yeah, it was just fucking Hogan standing there next to the bed while she was blowing him, and you couldn't see nothing because it was a weird security camera. How Bubba the Love Sponge got off on that, I don't know. I guess it was just the thought of him sitting in the other room while Hogan was plowing his wife. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Ugh. I mean, you know, when you go down the road, you got to spice shit up every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm mean, not like that, brother. Sponge wants a, There's wants a lot of ways to spice up the love life besides calling in a friend. And, you know, it's like a phone I friend. Agree. On one. <laughs> the same who's, who's like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, hey, you know, that's like that's the equivalent of of wanting of wanting a steak and then watching your friend eat a steak and being like, oh, yeah, yeah. like that is a good. That's exactly is it good? what it is. Tell yeah, me like, how good the I'm steak saying. is. Tell me now. Yeah. Can all I get a video of you eating the steak? It's pretty popular online. And sometimes <laughs> that shit translates to other parts of your life, I guess. <laughs> What'd you say is popular <laughs> online? Mukbang. Oh, uh, binge okay. eating. Yep. Are we still talking about the same thing here? I don't I think we, so. I thought we were talking no, about how... Bukkake, man. What? what? <laughs> now how did you get to Bukkake? <laughs> so I'm assuming Kendall thinks that he's not thinking of mukbang. No, we were talking about like some one-on-one action. Like, oh, we need to spice things up. So right, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, I can't even have to explain this. No, no, no. This, this, this is Uncle Dion talking, so that's why it's going to get a little weird. All Uh-oh. I'm saying is, you know, mukbang, you watch other people eat. So all I'm saying is, people are weird. And the dude, Bubba the Love Sponge, is a weird dude, and maybe he just wants to eat, watch somebody eat some more, um, you know, lo mein. You know what I'm saying? And it's his lo No, mein. I don't. <laughs> Where did the bukkake come into it, though? That's the part I'm... Like, but that went from just talking about how the dude was, like, into cuckold shit, and you just turned this into, like... A weird bukkake revolving door on their fucking bedroom, you know. I don't judge you. Donut you know fest over here. 
I'm not judging you. you know? <laughs> what do you mean like you're not judging me? I'm not the one that's advertising doing that. <laughs> you know? I'm We're not talking about so much. I'm just saying, hey, you know, sometimes somebody with diabetes want to watch somebody else eat some birthday cake. <laughs> so, but the but the person watching the cake being eaten doesn't have diabetes. They're just stupid. Yeah. That's their diabetes. Well, stupidity. So, he's a weird so, guy. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, Terry, Paul, brother, I need you to do me a favor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, being the wife, trying something new. Hey, all I'm saying is, you know, I got this. I got this lo mein. It's my favorite dish. You know what I'm saying? How is this I just comparable see you to diabetes? Diabetes <laughs> isn't the same thing as no, I want to see people banging it's, my wife. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a metaphor because people, you know, you can't eat a lot of sweet things when you got diabetes. So yeah, you but we're talking about metaphors involving apples and oranges here. It's, it's not, not diabetic. It's a metaphor. There's a huge difference, though. Like if I'm diabetic and I can't eat this cake, of course there's a difference. The cake, That's why it's the metaphor. That's the metaphor part. It's different, but it's you know. Sometimes I want to watch somebody else eat some milk and cookies. I don't want no milk and cookies. <laughs> but they're your golden Oreos that somebody else oh has eaten. You'll never have them. I would not. I like my Oreos too much. I would not watch someone eat my Oreos. I but that's what so. Bubba the Love Sponge is doing. Yeah, exactly. He's he's letting someone eat his golden Oreos. Milk Literally. And, milk. <laughs> and Hogan Folks. brought his own milk. This show is not going to get monetized by YouTube. No. <laughs> yeah, the last one didn't. That sucks. <laughs> Folks, make sure you press that like button so we can uh, I, I fight YouTube a little bit more. I don't know. Just help us out. Yeah, this this yeah, definitely would have been on. If you're into Apple Oreos Party. and Bukkake, this is the show for you. <laughs> oh, my God. I want that on a T-shirt, Nick. And other cuckolding, you know, metaphors. <laughs> That's our new podcast, and other cuckolding metaphors. Oh, yeah. my God. Where every week it's just Dion for two hours. It's like lo mein. It's yeah. like macaroni. It's like, I mean, it's like I a cheesecake. Like listen, listen. Two of the big one in the stick. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But I'm happy if my friend eats the spicy food. It's like, holy shit. They know what I'm saying. <laughs> Press one in the chat if you know what Dion is saying. Oh god. They get it. I get the metaphors, but I feel like they're a reach because of what we're talking about. It's like, that, well, obviously, I was, you know, I'm trying to. What be, are we talking you know, about? Creative. <laughs> we're talking about Bubba the Love Sponge taping his friend banging his wife, and then we got into Golden <laughs> Oreos and Bukkake, <laughs> and, and, and Lomain, and Lomain yeah, showed up at some point. The dish, not the dude. <laughs> There's a guy named Lomain. This little pain. Knowing the fact that he's filled, there has to be a point too where I'm assuming that Bubba the Love Sponge is like watching it. He's like, holy shit, Hulk Hogan's fucking my wife. Like, that's probably a crazy realization. Uh, And obviously, (laughs) it wasn't the the best idea, Bubba. I, you know, I wouldn't have done that, especially Hulk Hogan of all people, but, you know, hey. Enjoy your yes. cheesecake. <laughs> now, now we're cheesecake. God damn it. Dion, stop it. 
multi-layered. Are you hungry? Pepper. It's look it. It's ten o'clock. I don't say somebody, you should eat somebody get this man some DoorDash or something. Okay, my treat. My treat. What do you want? I, cheated, so I can't eat anything late. So I cheated last night. I can't do it multiple nights in a row. Uh huh. So hey man, want... so I got this. I got this cheesecake. I want you to try, Jeff. Can you film yourself eating it for me? Yeah, yeah. I, I had my I had my cheat day yesterday. So would you be willing to come and stick your dick in my cheesecake? Since <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't. God, I think uh, I think I think I think we really are going to start WCBS OnlyFans. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. shit. It's just Dion sitting there in a fucking speedo eating cheesecake. Slobble <laughs> 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 eating cheesecake. That should be like a skit. That'll be like the beginning of my black ass. It's just me watching these two people fuck eating like a a, a, a chocolate cake. And it's like, <laughs> shoot, like shoot him up where he's banging Monica Bellucci and all the dudes come in and like they get into a gunfight. It's just me with this chocolate cake killing dude. I think that'd be a great opening and a great reference to when Hulk Hogan are, fucked his friend's are, are you high right now? No. <laughs> what the Holy shit, hell is happening is, right now? Well, Hulk Hogan's fucking my wife. That's crazy. <laughs> ladies, oh. ladies and gentlemen, please share this uh, this this out right now. Yeah, I got to timestamp oh, this part because this shit was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, please share this right now with all, with, with all with all of your all of your friends. Yes. You are the three craziest people that I fucking know. Jesus. The day that WCBS was able to able to cover Bukaki, mukbang, cuckolding, diabetes, cheesecake <laughs> in one complete segment. Right. If you ever need to to have a moment that's on the internet to explain the birds and the bees to your children, <laughs> just play this clip, and yeah. they'll get it. They'll understand where we're coming from, and you're welcome because now your children are better people. And they'll are they? Judge are they? Or are they going to be traumatized, Dion? They're going to be less judgy. Yeah. My mommy and daddy have cheesecake and, and, and mukbangs all the time. That's when Uncle Billy comes over. Oh my! What? God. <laughs> God. All right, folks. Yes, hit that thumbs up button. Yes, we'll make this a clip. I just wrote the notes down. Dion explains Bukaki. Wait, I meant to say cuckolding. <laughs> you were starting to say Bukaki and he explains, Lomain he and all this. How to make a cheesecake? Oh yeah, I forgot Lil Maine made it in there too. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, mm. Press one for cheesecake. Show just went off the rails. Yeah, maybe that's what Bubba the Love Sponge should have done. Like, if mm. him and his wife wanted to spice things up, they should have just got a bunch of lo mein and cheesecake and other things and just left the the Hulk Hogan peen out of it. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure saved him a lot of money. Everything happened. After everything happened, I bet you he had a very similar conversation with himself. Yeah. This did not go the way I anticipated. <laughs> yeah, to say the least, brother. To say the fuck. This is, I don't think this went the way you thought. Holy shit. It's like that dude on Twitter recently that has his girlfriend and makes all those weird porn videos after they interview people and then he had her banging some dude and was planning on making a bunch of money out of it, but somebody leaked the video all over the internet. Oh, shit. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't. Yep. I, I missed that story this week. Um, oh, that's a couple weeks ago. Kendo, could, could, your lab, could, could you give uh, Jeff the, the cliff notes? Uh, so there's a, do I want, do should I use like their internet handles? 
Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. It's fine. Okay. So there's this guy named Adam 22, and he's married to this chick named Lena. Oh, Clark. shit. And they yep. do yep. A, a web yeah, series where they interview people, and you it's women. They interview women, and then they have, like, sex with them and videotape it and put it up on porn channels and everything like that. So then he decided to let his wife fuck somebody else while he watched. And she ends up banging this big old fucking black dude. And he figured this was going to be like a money-making thing for him because people would, because now he can sell this content as opposed to putting it up on his channel. And somebody leaked the fucking video all over the internet. Oh, <laughs> oh my poor him. God. I had I had heard he was I heard I heard he was having problems with her because she like really liked that guy and was and like you know she was inviting him everywhere and all that all that, all that yes. stuff. I, didn't, I, I, I didn't realize that happened as well that the video got leaked because then dude then you're really fucked. Well, it came out like a week later where there was a video of him buying her like a fucking fancy ass sports car, and that's when people started going, "This seems weird." And then yeah, then there was the uh, stuff about this chick kind of liking what she was getting from this other guy and wanting to go down that road a few more times. Yep. Yep. See, it's all fun and games. So you let somebody else plow her. <laughs> Just ask Hulk Hogan. Or, or, yeah. or, 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 or give, you know, or give somebody else your, your lo mein to eat. Yeah. Right. What happens right. when you let somebody else eat your lo mein? They eat the <laughs> they eat all your lo mein and then your lo mein doesn't come back to you because the plate's empty and they just keep filling it up themselves. Jeff, just a bunch we of need, soy sauce left we over. need Jeff. We need like a lo mein or, or cheesecake shirt being cheesecake shirt saying like it's my cheesecake and I'm gonna eat it myself or something. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm writing down lo mein shirt and cheesecake shirt. Please, I'll do like some just, art for it. Please just do it. Please just. Do it. <laughs> so like a lo mein box with like it's open with some chopsticks and like a couple of low main and grease spots on the ground. Never let what another you... man eat your low main. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, keep talking while I write it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. This is like, you know, this, this is my low main and I want it now or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I will have to work. Maybe, on that maybe, this maybe, maybe, maybe on the little main box you can put you 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 can put like a little poster that says Dion's little main on it or something. Yeah, I mean, we knew this was going to be a fun show, but fuck, I didn't think it was going to go down this road. Yeah, I know. An hour ago, we're talking about how we're going to make a Hulk Hogan segment to clip and blah blah blah, and next thing you know, we're covering all sorts of fucking gambits of deviancy. Yeah, yeah. that's what the internet <laughs> allows us to do. Said my prayers, brother. What do you mean by vitamins? <laughs> Are you on coke? <laughs> All right. Um, let's see what else we got on the show notes for tonight. Oh yeah, was was Before was that we... all? Was, was that all the uh, the the Hogan um, all the Hogan facts or the, all the Hogan lies? I should say that was twenty five of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we're having fun, a list goes by like that. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know, this feels like one of our old episodes, guys. It's a, it's a good one. So, uh, people like people are giving us names for the episodes. The Art of Lomain? I love it, I love it. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll name it that on fucking Podbean this week. Please if do, we, please If do. we ever decide to have to rebrand, we should just call ourselves the Lomaniacs. <laughs> Deal. Oh my god. We just need we need to make Lomain part of our brand. 
Yeah. Let's do make, a make, make the shirt, man. Make the shirt. That's it. Just do, make the shirt. I will. And then Dion, when I make the shirt, yeah. and I'll send it out to each of you guys. We should do a live stream where we eat your lo mein on camera while everyone else watches. <laughs> <laughs> we all, all three of us eat lo mein, and Dion just has to watch us. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck so you guys. Back on my sodium anyway. <laughs> I just want to watch you guys enjoy it. <laughs> You're a good friend. Just don't, just don't get weird when when you watch us eat it. Okay, that's all I ask. Don't ask right, us right. to come over and watch it with you afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's don't, weird. Don't, don't, don't look you in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you. don't, don't make, don't make eye contact. That's really weird. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we're all on the same page. See, nothing can tear the world class bullshitters apart. We are not even low main. Rocks, not even stealing low main. All right. We are rock solid. <laughs> Next week, Kendo won't be here. People think there was a fucking falling yeah. out. <laughs> no. I, I'll just put this out here now. Guys, I won't be here next week, but that's because I'll be an hour and a half away coaching my team, hopefully to a 4-0 start. Right. And we can't have any of his low main. Yes. What about your cheesecake? That's fine. There's plenty okay. to share. Sweet. Cheesecake usually has like eight slices to it. I'm... Not that is that big of a fat ass that I need to eat the whole cheesecake myself. But I heard, I heard Philippine cheesecake was delicious. I don't it's think than jolly deep fried chicken. I mean, it, I don't know. I've never had Philippine cheesecake. I didn't think that was a thing. I'll find out. <laughs> oh, <Dion. laughs> now, folks. When the inevitable low main shirt pops up, go to shopwcbs.com to get that and all official world-class bullshitters merchandise. And if you want something a little extra, go to stealingsolo.com right now. Get yourself a comic book that features us. I never really talk about it like that. It's our comic book debut. The four of us kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in our basement. Well, to be fair, it's really just two of us that do that. Then, you know, the others become accessories after the fact. True. <laughs> well, it's 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 really one of us, and um, I'm I'm not involved. So. Oh fuck you! <laughs> I've read the comic. I know what happens. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, uh, yeah, it, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as we have the little main shirt up and running, uh, we will post it everywhere so you guys can uh, grab it. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will really just draw a little main box tomorrow and do it. I'll even send it over to my color guy. I'll be like, hey man, hook this up. You can't call him a colored guy. That's not cool. <laughs> Jeez. Why am I the progressive one on the channel? I don't know how that happened. <laughs> you have to be for legal reasons, I guess, in your job. <laughs> right. Eh, maybe. God, now we got stealing Lomain the comic book. Hashtag blame Kendo. <laughs> All right. So That's fair. this weekend... Just to keep this as a trend here on the show, anytime there is a WWE event, folks, we will try to predict the pay-per-view card of that weekend's pay-per-view. Or now, as they referred to, premium live events. So this weekend, we have a pay-per-view emanating from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, WWE Payback. And it'll be starting at uh, 7 o'clock for the pre-show on Pe Peacock. So it's not like we're promoting it because, hey, they're paying us. It's like, we like wrestling. You should watch it with us. So we're going to do our quick predictions. Before we have fun with the audience tonight, I have a feeling the audience is going to send in some crazy shit and this is going to be a funny rest of the show. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Who do you think is going to win? Dion. 
as much as I want Shinsuke to win, I think Seth's going to retain. Kendo. Rollins is going to win. They're not going to let Knacker go over. Nick, would you like to take a guess? Um, Reagan by a landslide. <laughs> uh, I will guess Seth Rollins retains as well. Shinsuke just seems like a fun challenger to then you know elevate him for the rest of the year. It's like, hey, he can be in the title picture at any time. Uh, Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. So lots of R&R in this match. Who do you got winning, Dion? Uh, Raquel's not fucking winning. Mommy's taking that bitch back home. Yeah. Yep, same here. Uh, and Nick is Ronald Reagan, so that's another RR. There you go. All yeah, RRs. believe it or not, Ripley's winning. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, undisputed Tag Team Championship match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest and Finn Balor in a Steel City street fight. Uh, Dion. Um, you know what? I, especially with Edge recently taking off, I think that uh, Judgment Day is going to walk out with the titles and then they're going to allow one of, which you know I don't agree with, if you want to actually elevate the tag belts, but they're going to use Sammy and uh, Kevin to go back and restart this shit with Roman. Kendo? Uh, I'm kind of with Dion on that one. I feel like Owens and Zayn should win the titles and keep, or should keep the titles, but I feel like the Judgment Day they're going to change the titles for title change sake. Well, that'll give everyone in the Judgment Day a belt, right? Yeah, except for well, Dominic's got Dominic's the American belt, so. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Judgment Day because then they'll be even more dominant, and they'll have you know every well they'll have titles that way you know. Priest and uh, Balor can have a reason to stick together. Yeah, I like that story. U.S. Championship: Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio. Dion. Uh, Austin Theory is retained. Uh, Austin Theory is not the champion. Wait, who who is the U.S. champion? Rey Mysterio. He beat him on SmackDown like two weeks ago. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Austin Theory gets it back. Yep. Kendo. Austin Theory gets it back with an assist by Dominic. Nick? Uh, Austin Theory for 100, please. I'm going to round this out with Austin Theory as well. I think he's... I don't think he's good as champion, but I think that's what he can do right now. Now, steel cage match between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Dion, who you got? Um... Yeah, I think Becky's Becky's coming out of that one later. Nick Erkendo, sorry. I'm gonna say Becky Lynch is winning that one. That's the lead pipe lock of the week. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go Becky Lynch wins. Uh Nick, are you Becky Lynch or Trish Stratus? Uh Trish plays. Yeah, she's oof. Love her. Anyway, in the main event, in my opinion, LA Knight versus the Miz. Dion. Yeah, yeah LA Knight. Kendo, yeah. I guess you were yelling at yeah. Yeah. I'll speak for Nick. Yeah. No, I'm going yeah. to Miz. I'm going to Miz. Oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you. <laughs> this is an LA Night channel. Yes. Well, I guess I. Well, I guess I'll see myself the fuck out then. Well, let me talk to you, Nick. Just, just stick around. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'll, I, I, I guess I'll convert to LA Knight. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Better than British Knight. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody. No, uh, I'm very happy that LA Knight's in this position. Because I know the guys here locally thought he was going to win the titles or do something like that. I'm like, no, nah, man, The Miz is his first big, you know, big singles push uh, feud. And he's going to win this and then move on to something else. I say LA Knight continues to ride this momentum, have a great showing at the Royal Rumble. And I don't think he wins the Rumble and goes to Mania for the championship. But I do say he has a very good IC match at WrestleMania. And he keeps going up from there. Anybody else have any guesses for uh, where LA Knight goes? Yeah, I think he's either going to, uh, yeah, he'll be to dethrone Gunther. They're gonna, you know, obviously if 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 Austin Theory doesn't generate any more appeal, they'll just say take that shit off of him and and put it on LA Knight. So uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely it's gonna be one of those two belts for sure at WrestleMania. He'll probably be. I'll say he'll be the final four. I won't, I won't say he'll be the final three in the Rumble, but I think LA Knight will be the final four. And then, yeah, he'll get his his uh, title winning mania. And, hey, hopefully the fucking wheels are on fire then. Yeah. Well, back to the tag title thing, the promotional poster, I'm looking at it now. It's got the Judgment Day on it. It's, you know, Fiend Balor and uh, Ripley and... Dominic and uh, Damian Priest all over. It's the only four people on that poster, so I think they're going to go ahead and switch those tag titles. Well, I hope that happens. So, um, yeah, those were our payback predictions. I don't it's really... It's a bitch. It is a bitch. Do you want to comment on AEW All Out? Because we watched All In. It was a good show. We had fun. But I can't believe there's another pay-per-view a week later. I can. Tony doesn't know what he's doing. Doesn't that make you sad? Uh, no, it just makes me feel a little bit of validation. <laughs> the Booker of so, the Year. Let's see. Uh, they have the International Championship, Orange Cassie versus John Moxley. Who do you think is going to bleed? Uh, Moxley. Yes. Within 30 seconds. Yes. Did you see the clip of what happened to him at All In where they took all the skewers and the guy pounded him into yep. his fucking head? Yes, yep. that looked really fucking dumb. But it looked like it hurt, like a bitch. I'm sure it did, but it doesn't make it less stupid. I mean, hey, he wants to be the, uh, what's his name, legendary hardcore guy out of Japan and Mick Foley rolled into one, right? So, I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, it, Good luck. I mean, that's that's his, that's that's what he wants at this point, I guess, and yeah, you know, I, I won't say that it's awesome, but hey, shit, at least he's doing what he wants. No, it won't break my heart if you know Moxley fucking beats Pockets for the title. Hmm. Well, we'll find out on Sunday. There's also the TNT Championship, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. Uh, I actually like Darby, so I hope he beats the fucking dinosaur. Uh, I do too, but you know he's you know they. I, I guess now, Luchasaurus is is getting a little bit of a singles push. He's retaining. I say he retains. I um, I guess I'm gonna go with Luchasaurus because I don't really like um, Darby Allen. Then there's the tag team championship match: 
MJF and Adam Cole versus to be announced, so we can't really comment on that one. Then there's the World Television Championship of Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. I don't know who uh, that is. Samoa Joey's winning. Hope so. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Konosuke Takashita. Or take shitta, if you will. Yeah, take take a shitta. He's okay. He's better yeah. than fucking Twinkle Toes. Takashita's going to win, I think. I'm trying to stack the deck against him with fucking with Don Callis and he broke up. Well, I'm going to go if Kenny Omega wins, just because I don't want to pick the same one as you. Uh, we got Miro versus <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs, so I'm going Miro. Um... Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they're like kind of pushing powerhouse Hobbs. Then not. Um, yeah, I'm going Miro. Kendo's match of the night: Bullet Club Gold versus the Young Bucks and FTR. Oh, they're actually the fact that they're making FTR fucking team up with the Buckaroos just makes me cry. Eddie Kingston, my most hated fucking wrestler, maybe of all time, and. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata versus Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta, a.k.a. Paul Gruber. Uh, who you got for this one? Give me um, Claudio, a.k.a. Um, what's his nuts? And Gruber over <coughs> Mr. What's his fucks? Eddie yeah. Kingston? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the BBC is going to win that match. No. I hate Eddie Kingston so much. He just doesn't... He doesn't do anything right in the ring for me. He did that one time when he came out to save fucking Moxley from the exploding ring of death and then sold it perfectly, even though it was a poof. Yeah, I just hated that. Eddie Kingston's kind of growing on me a little bit. The dude loves pro wrestling. I just wish he was better at it. Eddie Kingston? Yeah. I just wish he would stop. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. You know, he just, you know, he's that the little engine that could, you know. He ain't that good. I wish. Yeah. He wishes that shit too. But yeah. He's grown on me a little bit. I'll just say that. He's grown on me a little bit. Um, That's the card. And that's our wrestling predictions for this week, folks. So let's check in with the audience, guys. Uh, Nick, since we didn't. Uh, ask you a lot of wrestling questions. Would you care to hit us a uh, number so we can press a button? Sure. Uh, 32. Okay, listen, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I got freaks nine days out of the week. I can give them seven days in a week. Man, you ain't big pop. I'm the big bad booty daddy. This is nonstop. Now listen, English. Motherfucker, do you speak it? (laughs) I'm big papa 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 doo. (laughs) don't. so Enrique Vasquez thank you very much he says Dion Green for 2024 he's the Negro we need (laughs) wait that makes Negro have a double meaning now (laughs) oh my god uh Thank you, Enrique. TLJ's I don't know, man. Once, I, don't, I don't know. Once that smear campaign comes up, he may have to be like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Nah, his black ass can't count uh, back out. <laughs> He's the voice we need. 
So TLJ Screwjob, thank you for your generous super chat. He says, so 2023 Disney, Snow White is a nationalist since she cares about her country and a socialist. Is it a workers' party she can join? Disney literally turned Snow White into uh, NAZ. So yeah, we know what you're saying. Um, Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, I keep hearing about Snow White and how uh, the actress is just kind of like tanking the whole thing and nobody's going to go watch it now, so. Yeah, it It just... Listen, listen. At any point in time, Disney can Disney can take the reins and make her and make any of these actors do what they want and t- and give them the lines they need to say the right things so they can promote these movies. They can do whatever they want. They choose right now not to. I don't know why they're, they're they still want to keep going going down and down and down and just like tank. The, it seems like they're trying to tank the company like they are like like Bud Light is. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't know what the play is. I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. Have you seen that new commercial for Bud Light where they're like, we're just like you, or this person and that person, and it's like, I haven't, okay. but I have to, I have to look it up on YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, just random white guy, a black guy, a woman, this or that. It's just like we're all Bud Light. It's like, ooh, <laughs> I sat back down at the wrong time. Well, now you're back, and that's what matters. Yes. Um. Thank you, TLJ Screwjob. Shrubblesweight says, I'll take a dookie and another one, please. Sure, no problem. Thank you for sending it in the super chat. So, here's your first one. <gasps> another one. <laughs> another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Imagine if you're a person that's listening or watching this show for the first time ever tonight. <laughs> what are we to them? Fuck, I don't know. We're either the greatest thing they've ever, you know, come across or the worst thing they've ever heard. Yes. I don't know. I've heard way shittier podcasts. <laughs> now, look, we're the epitome of pop culture, folks, and thank you. We're almost to episode four hundred and two hundred K. That's a big number. Oh. What's that smell? <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Oh, no, it's fine. No, 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 it's fine. It, you, you, we, we need a Dookie in our lives right now. Um, no, I just watched a commercial. I was like, okay, they're trying to copy Coca-Cola. They're trying to do that thing where they're like, you know, like life happens, but Coca-Cola is there to, you know, to, to, to rehydrate you with our sugary water. Wait, are we complaining about Coca-Cola now? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that Bud Light is trying to copy their, you know, their commercials and their branding. That's all. I so got the like perfect. To buy the world of Bud Light. Perfect <laughs> harmony. Hands they need... across America. Bud Light. We almost made it. <laughs> no, they need to get that song "Baby Come Back," and they need to just play that over a Bud Light commercial. Ba- and just say we're sorry, baby. Come back. You could. People yeah. will come back to Bud Light that way. They need and to. Yeah. They, and then yeah, what they, happens is Coors needs to come out with a commercial with the fucking Commodore sail on down the line and show people fucking walking away from the Bud Light case or the Coors Light case. Yeah, but, there's but, how you fucking market a war. Yeah, Bud Light right now needs to shit on themselves and make a funny commercial. Hardcore. They need to do that. That's that's how they're gonna they're gonna get people to come back. They, they do you think they could get Dylan Mulvaney to be in a upset, commercial? You know, they'll upset two percent of the population. Oh no! How dare they? That's but the other ninety-eight percent left. 
Yeah, that two percent wasn't wasn't drinking that product anyway, so I don't think it's gonna make a difference. Well, now the ninety eight percent is it. <laughs> if only we could do that with for, for Ben and Jerry's as well. That'd be great. I don't know, man. They make a mean chocolate chip cookie dough. They do, but they're they're. they're I know. Believe me, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're, they're about I the same. I saw that shit they posted on Fourth uh, of July. I'm like, really, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. I don't think I've purchased their ice cream since then, though. Yeah, neither. I'm not I, even I love how people called them out on it, too. It's like, well, you can give your land back. And they had no response. Yeah, and one. crickets. Those people crickets. never do. Yeah. Well, and Ben and Jerry's been talking shit for years. So, I mean, anyone that's acting now surprised is like, they, they, they Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's almost like a quarterly thing where they talk shit. It's like, listen, you put, put your money where your mouth is and do something. I I concur. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Shrubbles08. TLJ Screwjob says, Yeah, Kendo, don't get Jeff's kayfabe daddy death. You're wrong. Jeff's kayfabe poor dead daddy. poor dead daddy. R.I.P. Andre, I wouldn't want to barely move at the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my dead daddy. Anybody want a peanut? Poor dead daddy. TLJ Screwjob says Hogan was the first male actor alongside Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Thank yep. you for that. <laughs> uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you. He also says, with a very generous super chase, says, well, one, I watched a documentary about a case of college class and even people that were like, oh my god, this was terrible for free speech, and against Hogan called him by the kayfabe name. So even they were saying that Terry Bollea was not a public figure. So it was one of the charges of Charges is Terry Bollea a public figure? No. <laughs> um, that court case was crazy, though. Thank you for yeah. destroying Gawker Media, Hulk Hogan. One of the few things he's done to contribute besides wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also tried to rap as well. That was a thing. So. No, he didn't. That was Macho Man. I thought I thought Hogan did as well. He had a yeah, man, but he didn't. Tr- yeah. <laughs> Come on, be a brother, dude. Heard. Running from macho is what I heard. <laughs> God, that's such a fucking great song. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, TLJ Screwjob. One more time, he says, "Did the mainstream media even talk about forty-six uh, shaking a ghost hand and asking the person that he was giving a eulogy for if they were present?" Yeah, that happened. Wait, seriously? Uh, I yes. heard of that. Oh, Jeff, I will send you a channel that you can watch so you can see all of Brandon's greatest hits. I want to buy that uh, album. It's one of those late-night infomercial things. Well, Brandon's greatest hits. Yeah, <laughs> don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> i got to write that idea down. Maybe I'll be the person to make that fucking video. we got a YouTube channel. There you go. We'll put it on a new channel. Uh... Okay, up next. Why am I waiting for you guys to keep going? I'm going to up next. Yeah, TJ Screwjob again. Thank you. He says, what about Dion's little pound cake, Lena Dunham? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, he wants somebody. He wants to watch somebody else eat that pound cake. Yeah. Well, buddy, I'm afraid that's going to go to waste. Anybody want to yeah. come pound my cake? <laughs> I was vomited thinking about Lena Dunham. 
Rob Brantz, thank you very much. He says this episode should be renamed "The Art of Low Main." It very well <laughs> look. It'll be named Episode Three Seventy: The Art of Low Main on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, and every other fine podcast platform it exists because WCBS <laughs> is worldwide. That's gotta. I'm sorry, but in like thirty years, when they're doing the best of sex from of all time, that this has got to be on there. <laughs> thirty years when Kendo has Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! You're putting me in the grave early. You won't know that it's 30 years from now, Nick. That's true. He'll right. be like, he'd be, he'd be like, "Well, we were still on episode 200. What happened, guys?" Yeah. It was just like it. yesterday. Yeah. Is Put Brian Leaf still office. alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, thank you, Rob Brands. Thank you for everybody for being a member of this channel as well. Like Monster Zero One, who says. Six months is like taking all your tickets to the prize counter. How about a carry Rhino button and a Wokebusters logo eraser? Awesome show, gentlemen. Hail and thanks again for another Thursday. Well, Monsters here, one, thank you very much. <laughs> we appreciate the opportunity to do it. We'll be back next week with more. <laughs> all right. So... Not calm. <laughs> oh, let's see. The first button you wanted was oh, the good old Jim Carrey one. I, I need to watch this movie again. The first one, not the second one. So I guess I don't need to watch that one. But here is your Jim Carrey Rhino button right here. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. No matter how many times we ever watch that video or show the remix of the video, the, the highlight of that entire thing is the look on Greg Fitzsimmons' face. <laughs> I agree. He just is like, oh. Uh, Monster Zero One, Wokebusters logo erasers are a great idea. Folks, next year is the year of Wokebusters, meaning you're going to see a lot of it, you're going to hear a lot of it. Uh, you definitely want to get involved with it. So let me write that idea down. Because that is a wonderful idea, and I'll see if I can make that happen. Well, shit, I know I can make it happen. We can make anything happen. When the comic launches we got officially... the tools, we got the talent. Yeah! We'll have a <laughs> website, too. And we'll have everything available on the website. And just like the Stealing Solo site, everything ships out quickly. So let us know that you enjoy the books by giving us a like on uh, social media with it. Oh, yeah, and uh, this is what I thought you wanted for a second. Uh, I guess I, didn't, I don't have the Wokebusters button anymore on here. I used to have a Wokebusters dancing logo button. That's what I thought you were asking for. I was like, I can press that for you. No problem. But uh, it is no more on the channel. We do have this. <laughs> so, I mean... That's, that's a live audio there. from the Bubba the Love Sponge video. Oh. <laughs> oh, such good shit, pal. Rod Thunderheart says... Hail, couple of bucks for see-through love. A Spanish teacher can become invisible when angry and is shocked to find a hot new gym teacher can see her when invisible. Folks, I own a copy, a hardback copy. What the of hell is that? Love. It's a book. That's, that's a book. <laughs> yeah, I have a copy. Where the hell did I put the damn book? Oh, it's over here. That's out of reach. But yeah, I have a hard copy of see-through love. I'll let you borrow it. That's I guess crazy. you're sold. That's crazy. Xavier DeGott says, If Jeff was the GM of Raw, Dion the GM of SmackDown, and Kendo of NXT, 
Who would you guys choose for your roster? And you can pick from the whole roster, and who would you make your champions? All right, Wait, well, are we pick an entire roster, or are we just picking our champions? Well, let's pick a couple at least. You know, this was a very nice super chat from Xavier to God. They um, already have rosters. Damn. Um. Uh, just let's start drafting people. So okay. I guess we should let Kendo get the first draft pick since he's got the smallest brand. All right, so I can pick anybody off of the WWE roster to put them on NXT. Yeah. Uh, give me dashing Cody Rhodes for my nice. NXT champion. Nice build. Dion. Ooh. Um, okay, 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 okay. Um, current roster. SmackDown. Okay, cool. Uh, give me... Uh, is my champion. Give me... Ooh. I'm going with my heart set in my head here for longevity. Give me my number one pick's going to be uh, Kevin Owens. Ooh. Nice. Means I get to build a brand around LA Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He'll be he'll be my first draft pick for my Monday Night Raw. Um, Kendo, pick another wrestler. Oh, let's see. Four. Give me AJ Styles. Ooh. Dion? Ooh. Ooh, Kendo with the surprising second pick. Well, very interesting. Well, since I already got... Excuse me. Since I already got Kevin Owens, um, this one is a little bit of a reach, but I'm guaranteeing a uh, rivalry here for a long time. Number two pick, give me Seth Rollins. Hmm. I'm going to take a wrestler that I usually talk shit about, but, you know, I want him on the show because he's big numbers. I'll take Roman Reigns. Mm, that was, I was going to go with him. I'm, I knew he wasn't going to last past the second round. Kendo, who's your third guy? I want Walter or Gunther. Oh, shit, that's a great call. Uh, what about you, Dion? Who's next? Uh, number three overall pick, SmackDown brand. Again, you brought up the numbers one. This was my backup in case Roman didn't last the third round. Give me Brock Lesnar. All right, Bork Laser's yours. And then my third pick will be... Hmm. Who do I really like today? And you got some of the better ones. You know what? Give me Rhea Ripley. We got to have women on all the brands. Ooh. So. It's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. And I would book her to fight dudes sometimes. I'm not saying she's going to win, but, you know, I wouldn't have her. Well, you know, you're building for certain storylines. Absolutely. That's smart. Yeah. And then let's pick one guy who doesn't wrestle in the WWE to flesh out our roster. Uh, Kendo? Uh, Braun Breaker. They just have to be alive. Oh, Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker? Okay. Dion? Ooh, and this can be from any... It could be from any promotion in any time period, as long as they're still alive. Uh, any any promotion, any time period, still alive. To ooh, to bolster out my. If I if, are, are we getting them in their prime? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Relatively speaking, remember when I said that I was gonna go for? I lied. Just kidding. Um, but because uh, he's not alive anymore. But give me Booker T, hundred percent. 
I knew you were going to pick Booker T. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan because he's going to make the show that much better. Ooh, you're going with uh, Wash Up Old Model, buddy. No, it is Prime Hulk Hogan. 1986 Hulk Hogan. That's a risky still in today's, eh? If you're building the show now. Well, I just want the guy that you know, helped form the Rolling Stones, invented the ice cream cone, <laughs> and the phonograph. Like, you know, I want Hulk Hogan to invent wonderful new technologies and space travel on my WWE Raw Monday Night programming. So that's why I'm choosing Hulk Hogan, because he's the greatest inventor in history. He's the world's greatest cook. He invented the shopping cart. Like, Hulk Hogan is the greatest of all time. And I'm thankful to have drafted him to Monday Night Raw. It's a hard. That's a oh. hard thing to argue against, buddy. That's you know, I kind of want to. I want to kind of build on this idea right here. I'll give you guys a little bit of a swervitude. Okay. Um, why don't we build our own feds? <laughs> no. Elaborate how we would do that, Kendo. So we get to pick. We all right. So we take our three brands, and you can pick anybody off those rosters, like we'd started, and then uh, we build a card and let the audience vote on who they whose card they think is the best. All right, would you write that down and a good idea. God damn. start to facilitate that just a little bit? Because uh, I got the t-shirts and a bunch of other shit that I will lose track of that. But that's a really good idea. What and I will way, do is, yeah, just I'll sit down tomorrow when I got some time and I'll just make a three-column. I'll be like Tony Khan. I'll make my three-column chart and all those other fucking dweeb-ass things that he talked mm-hmm. about how he used to do. But, yeah, well, I'll just shoot you guys message and be like who who did who pick so far and then we just keep going on the roster they just have to be current wwe stars or former wwe people that are free you just beep pooped out sorry but yeah no I'll, I'll i'll shoot you guys all that and you know in a few weeks maybe we can debut our rosters Hell yeah, like man! It. It'll it'll be filling in with our uh, our brand expansion that we have here at WCBS. Like we always say, folks, there's a lot of new stuff coming. Just be prepared for that. Oh, and then we could get fucking 2K if we really wanted to, and simulate the masters and put them on Patreon. Uh, we should. I have the game. I have an Xbox that I can record the stuff. I'll take charge of that. So yeah, because then we could also have cross-branded pay-per-views, and we can have them line up with the you know, yeah, we're doing this. Uh, we will introduce world class kayfabe very soon, folks. Yeah, the bullshit wrestling federation. Mm. The BWF or the BSWF. All right, guys. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of a very nice episode. Hey, I brought up Brian Lape, and he's here. <laughs> oh, did you say his name in here three times? Is, yeah. is, is he like Candyman? What happened? Yeah, Lapey man. Come out to play. <laughs> now, folks, like we said at the beginning of the show, we have some exclusive new Patreon content coming your way. We have a full extra bonus episode where it's... You know what? Tonight was a lot like last night. I think last night <laughs> triggered something in us, guys. It we're taking it, it down did. a no-fucks-given path. We'll, we'll save the analytical shit for the High Council, where I'll be joined by guest Tom Conkle this week. Uh, as well as some others. So McConkey? be on the lookout for that. Huh? McConkey, McConkey. Did you say McConkey? Yes, McClonky. He'll be joining <laughs> us this week on the channel. Uh, i finalize that, but I did talk about that with him. So uh, join us for another rousing discussion. And, you know, 
the growth that we keep, or the interesting takes that we have over on the High Council. They're there on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So join us there every Tuesday. But folks, if you like the fun and sanity that is the highlight of Thursday night, World Class Bullshitters, well then remember to hit that thumbs up button, spread the word, go to your favorite social and media platform. Oh, and the love. Always spread the love. That's what we do here. And the legs. That's what we do here as well. Dion, keep them closed. But no, folks, just share. <laughs> keep that low main to yourself. Yes, bro, you keep your low main. I'll be happy without it. I've already eaten. I had pizza for dinner. I'm happy. No one wants your cheesecake. <laughs> damn it. Keep goddamn cheesecake, Dion. You created something special here, buddy. Loved it. Loved it. He made his mark. Thank you, Dion. Oh, God. The world is a funnier place. Yes, folks. If we can get thank you, Dion, trending in the or on the chat, maybe try to get it trending on the on the X. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, deserved. Well, there's a lot that's deserved. Well, folks, one last time, go to stealingsolo.com to get yourself a copy of the greatest Star Wars parody since Spaceballs. It features us. If you enjoy the show, then you're going to love the book. But if you this is your first time and you're like, I kind of want to buy a comic book, but I don't know if I'll be back, trust us. You can enjoy the comic book without ever having watched or heard of WCBS. It's the universal tale of what happens when something you love gets destroyed and it drives you a little sad. So, or a little mad, depending on how you look at it. So remember, Stealing Soul answers the greatest what-if question of all time. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement? It's been called Laugh Out Loud Funny, it's been highly successful, and folks, it's almost gone. So be on the lookout for... Oh my god, we got hashtag thank you Dion over on X right now. Let me go... Yep. Uh, <laughs> god damn it, I gotta go retweet this shit. Yeah, yes, let me go retweet this it. shit. I fired that baby up. We got thank you Dion going. So folks, if you're on the X, and you should be because it's turned into the g- degenerate cesspool it was always meant to be, um, go ahead, find me at Coach Kendo Slice and give me, uh, you know... A like, a retweet, you know, hash brown. Thank you, Dion. There you go. (laughs) I can go for some hash browns. Our friend Adama, thank you very much for this generous super chat. He says, hey, guys, I don't even know how to start asking a question after what's happened tonight. Well, here goes. If you're stranded on a desert island and you only have a CD player, build a 10-rack CD. Uh, A 10-rack CD? Shit. Sorry, I... Butchered that 10 one. track CD. So we yeah, got that's 10 a, songs. That's, I mean, you do this at the end of the night, really? This uh, is a good yeah. one, though. It is a good one, like but it. it's like, it, 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 it it's takes It's one that months. needs some time to marinate and Well, think I'm about. opening up my YouTube music right now. That is not a promotion because I pay for this shit. Fuck I'm me. opening up my Spotify right now. That's not a promotion because I pay for that shit, too. Yeah, same here. I got to open up mine as well. Do I have access to my most listened to songs? Man, this is going to be hard. I only can listen I, to Yeah, it songs. is. Well, I guess I got to throw Everybody Wants to Rule the World on there. That's easy. Ah, damn it. The, uh, I, uh, I, you, can hey, pick the, you can pick Yeah, we too. can pick the same songs, man. We're not picking like, oh, I picked it. You don't get it. No, man. Yeah, We're no. I'm, I'm yeah. Picking, no Fuck I'm, you. I'm, you don't get to listen to it. I'm bogarting the good music. <laughs> Steal no, the sound definitely. I'm never, t- I'm, def- I'm never taking that uh, for sure. See, that's one for me. God, I might, I might open up a fucking Google Doc and, and like, <laughs> and write it, and then, and then uh, delete it uh, once we're done. Maybe you Dude. know that's what we could do is like, we could pick a couple songs now, but then so Adama doesn't get short dicked. We can just each come up with our list for next episode, next week's episode. 
Yeah, that's well, let's the first do this. Thing we, first thing we read then. How about we do it this way? So we don't shortchange him. Let's give him a 10-track CD that we've all built, the four of us, so that'll go quick, and then we'll each have our own individual one, and we'll turn this into a little segment. Okay. Or okay. If you are stranded on a desert it. island, that's that'll cover everybody. So I guess we got to have Roadhead by Dale Jepsen in the Nighthawks. Yeah, yeah, Roadhead. <laughs> so we'll have everybody who wants to rule the world. Roadhead. Uh... Busted. I'm glad uh, you picked Bustin. I don't know. I feel like I can get tired of that one. Fair. You mean you're going to get tired of Bustin? Come on now, Kendo. No, the fucking... Never mind. <laughs> <sighs> I would also say... I, I want to throw the Rickroll on there just to fuck with you guys, but I like We could song. just... Yeah, we could just put... I, I mean, I mean, I would be fine with that. If you want us to kill each other on the desert island, that's fine. We can do that too. Hmm. Axel Foley theme's got to go on there then. Yeah, Axel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we all agree. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone, or else yeah. I'm fucking drowning everybody on that island. Uh, put, like put, uh, put Thriller on there. Yep, Thriller's yeah. got to go on there. I kind of want us to waste one track on something terrible, so we always have that one song that we skip. Well, what about Space Olympics? We could put Space Olympics by the Lonely Island on there. We all like that one. Your name will echo in the halls of the universe, Kendo. Yeah. All the oxygen has run out. And someone who will not be named accidentally hits self destruct. (laughs) As we plow to your escape pods, I'll distract the alien hordes. (laughs) I know my sins will take me to hell. <laughs> do it for the love. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, regulate. Let's put regulate on there. Warren yeah, G. that's a good one. I love regulate. Because if that that would actually go on my actual ten track CD, if I had it to myself, I put regulate. You're not gonna on dance there. with myself on there. I do like Probably not. I do like that song. Quite a bit, but I don't think I'd put that on there. I'd rather, you know, have Regulate. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a really good song. That might make my top ten as well. <laughs> I have a terrible idea for the track we skip. What? Mambo number five. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I never want to hear that song. Or Smooth by Santana. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's another one. Uh, I, even... When I get really drunk, I love that song. But we're sober the... I heard it it's... enough in 1999, okay? Yeah. Here's my thing Did with you that. Know... If it... Yes. If it was just the guitar, I would be fine. Because I could listen to Santana play music all fucking day. It's fucking Rob Thomas fucking croning over there fucking Rob like Thomas alfalfa with Thomas his man? balls kicked. <laughs> because I fucking hated... The, the right Rob Thomas? Do you mean the Rob Thomas or Matchbox 20? Yeah, I fucking hated Matchbox 20 when I was younger, too. When you were 20? <laughs> Rob Thomas. Yeah, I mean, when I was 20, they were still around, and I still didn't fucking like them. Oh, well, I, I was just thinking of a Goo Goo Dolls song. Oh, I was like, oops, that's not, not them. I can tolerate them. They're okay. Uh, yeah, Irish was a good song. Let's yeah, see. got the reference. We could put a Britney Spears song, and we'll just definitely well, know it's time to skip it. Yeah, oh, God. No, let's not do that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't weird that we were into her. 
like in a different way than like jamming her, out the oops I did her it again. Christina, her Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, and the Pink Ranger. We all had those feelings. Kimberly yeah. Joe Johnson. Oh no, not Kimberly. It was Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. Johnson. Amy. Well, we're gonna do our Mount Rushmore of uh, movies. We should do our Mount Rushmore of like '90s crushes. That'll be. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that could work. How many tracks are we up to? Do we get all nine or ten of them yet? I got a name for our our track or our CD. What yeah, it's it? called "We're Gonna Fucking Die on This Island by Ourselves" no. mix. Now that's what I call bullshit, Volume One. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. You, you say that. You know, we can make our own, our own, like, um, our own thing on, 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 like, Spotify or whatever, right? We should do that. We should put all. Saying. After we do this list for next week, we should have a Spotify, Spotify checklist or playlist that you guys can go and check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we could do that. Like, we could have like, is there a way we can have like the channel and have each of our owns playlist on there? Or yep. is that, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we can do that too. We can do it too. We, we can make playlists for each of us. We can make play. We can make our the channel playlist as well. We can have it all in, the, in our in our links in our bio, so it'll all be there. Well, well, well. I think that's a great idea. We should do that. Yeah, we'll do that too. So, all right, Nick, I'll have to have you do this since I don't know how to use Spotify. Yeah, man, I'll I'll do it tomorrow. Just as long as I can get everybody's songs, it'll, it it won't it won't be a problem. Guitars Cadillacs by uh, Dwight Yoakam. Put that on my list. Fucking love that song. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of those perennial songs that I always want to rock out to that aren't like theme songs. I'm going to be very picky. It's like, I don't want to, you know, a half of a soundtrack from Star Wars or something. No, you don't want that. But I might listen to the theme from Rawhide from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not like a country person, or whatever. That's that 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 I would listen to. That I would listen to. I love that bar. They play both types of music. Country. They and do. Western. They do. I fucking love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been a nice tight episode. You got anything else you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed? For yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for a wonderful episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you like it and you leave a comment as well so we can grow even further. And uh, for the love of God, do not touch Dion's low main or cheesecake. Yeah. Unless he asks <laughs> you to. Dion, I want to thank you for making the strangest food analogy in history. And I'm hungry for both low main and cheesecake. And it's only 1058, so I can get both. So I think I should go get both. I got like three of them on retainer. So you got like three of them on retainer. Metaphors, <laughs> metaphors, metaphors. Oh, there we go. Chambawamba tub thumping for track number ten. Oh God yes. damn it! Yeah, we're yeah easy. Yeah, we'll be but singing uh, when we're winning. But yeah, yeah. no, pissing yeah, the yeah, night away, baby. Oh God, yeah. Well, um, yeah. If you want to send the tracks either to in the group chat or whatever, I'll make sure to um. Copy them down and make those uh, playlists, and then we can put them on the uh, Midnight Rider by the Almond Brothers. Write this shit down. Make a fucking Google. Google oh! something. I'm writing that. I'm writing down to write down the track. So I'll Thanks. get us a Google. I document. will forget all about this by tomorrow. Well, I, I, well, 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 it's a good thing I have your phone number and and I can get a hold of you because I'll just I'll just blow up your phone all day. It's I fine. It's fine. Busy. It is game day. Well, you'll you'll get a bunch of annoying text messages because of because of you know of of this. It's fine. You'll you'll live. All right, I'll message you during the you know the ten second breaks while I'm talking to the coach in the headset, telling him what. That's entirely around. fine. That's I mean, it doesn't have to be done. Doesn't have to be done like tomorrow. As long as it's done soon. By next Thursday. Yeah, by next Thursday, man. That's it. I'm gonna shoot to have the low main shirt ready too. 
yeah Tired that's it man. like yeah I, I just i can i can get if everybody can send me their their 10 their 10 songs i can make the playlist by by next week it's not gonna be a big deal and now nick if you have the same song 10 times aka snow by informer i'm gonna be very very impressed a little pissed eh, off but hey yeah we'll see we'll see did i tell you my grandma accidentally bought that album when she was trying to buy the macarena <laughs> no but that sounds like an amazing story it that's why i had that album as a kid because she's like i bought the wrong one and they wouldn't take it back so i had it hey man so, yeah. it's fine it's that, i think it's a better choice yes yeah, so uh this was a great episode folks we had a lot of fun and we'll be back next time with more like i said uh, over on our patreon page we will have the License to Kill commentary, as well as a bonus podcast episode where we talk about all sorts of different things uh, yeah. up there for and, you this weekend. And next week we will have uh, individual our, our the WCBS official 10-track playlist along with 10 tracks of our individual playlist as well on Spotify in our links if you guys are interested to listen to that. So we'll have that next week for everybody. So good night. And, and folks, get back to sending us emails so we can read this shit at the end of the show. I miss fan mail. We have the email. It's worldclassbs at mail.com, the best mail. Dot com. And you can contact us there. So from all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Dot com.